0: Hello, friends. Welcome to the JV Show. This is Jorge.
1: And this is Viv.
0: And this week, we're just going to be chatting about uh, resolutions, I guess. Mm-hmm. I think we do this once a year, every year at the beginning. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know how we did it last year, but we'll start off this year with our old resolutions. Yes. And we can go on about tangents, binges, whatever on each of them. And then we'll talk about the new resolutions. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it's good because this is very like, self reflection introspection because yeah. i don't know about you but i failed some and i've also succeeded some yes, and it's kind of nice to like I have to capture them both because it's kind of like okay what did i fuck up on where did i make this bad promise and for the most part i feel like it's very daunting to do this resolution on a podcast because not only is it um a thing that you've made that you want to do now everyone else knows <laughs> i feel like once you say it like once it comes out of my mouth i feel like there's more um urgency to actually get it done mm-hmm. so like if i have a resolution in my head but i've never said it out loud it's kind of like oh if i don't do it, it really yeah. it's like in it's some like, ways like you you don't you feel less accountable in that situation i feel mm-hmm. like i, can see but I feel amazing. like once you say it, you feel more accountable um but it does feel better and worse so it feels better when you do succeed and worse when you don't yes. uh, because you've kind of made the promise to the world now yes. not just to yourself so last year, I'll start. We can go like 1-1-1-1 one, 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 one kind of thing. Sure. Um, so last year resolution, this was kind of an easy one, which is nice. Uh, one of my resolutions was to get my p I got my p mm-hmm. Um It was already like in the works for the last like year and a bit. So I knew it was incoming. I mm-hmm. knew it was... So it wasn't inevitable as in like I have had friends in the past that like had to like do some extra stuff before they can get it. Um, but luckily for me, it was kind of like the first goal was a long and um annoying process but it was only one goal Mm -hmm. whereas i know some people were like they went through the first process and they got rejected for like whatever reason and they had to do like extra six months of work just to like get that that that. yeah um but yeah so i'm glad i finally got it it was literally one of my big things that i just wanted to do Mm -hmm. Uh, It's kind of like What's your goal in life So when I graduated high school And I knew I wanted to Go into engineering My big goal was To graduate engineering And after graduating engineering My big goal was Okay let's become A professional engineer In Alberta And see how that is Mm -hmm. Um, After getting it It felt nice But it was very temporary It's kind of one of those things Where I think you said it Before the podcast It's like Oh I hope you get Everything you have And whatever It doesn't feel so good But it it felt pretty good Um, And I know that There's more goals out there For me to pursue Um, that's always my mentality. I know once I hit a goal, it's going to be like a very good feeling temporarily. And then you just have to move on after that and set a new goal. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I'm happy that I got that. I can officially be called an engineer now, which is kind of cool. Um, but honestly, like in terms of my career and work, it didn't really mean much at the moment. Um, uh, like it's cool that I can actually like stamp shit now and sign stuff off and like actually be called an engineer legally. Mm. Um, but it was just like something to work towards for yeah. a while. Um, and now that I've achieved it, it's nice. I have a new goal. So I'll talk about that in my new year resolution. But that was my last year. That was the first one I have on my list. And I'm glad I succeeded that. Do um, you have one for your first? So year?
1: I would say <laughs> one of mine, One of the ones that I do every single year is I set a new deadlifting goal every year. Nice. But my last year's resolution deadlifting goal was to deadlift 365 okay and i stopped at 305 because i injured my hand or i injured my finger early on in the year like in march right and it's just hasn't really been the same enough like it's delayed a lot of my progress in deadlifting and i ever since i injured it actually i haven't even like pushed to try and deadlift that much there was a point when i tried to get back into it to deadlift Back and I got back to 305, but then it was kind of hard to keep pushing past that because my like finger would hurt, or I would have to keep going back to like physio back and forth. And then just this month, I also hurt my hand, so I stopped deadlifting for this last month too. So it's so I've completely fallen off trying to deadlift 365, and I haven't reached it anywhere close. The last time I last thing I've lifted was 305. Mm -hmm. So unfortunately, I wasn't able to meet that goal this year because of injuries. So I'm hoping that I can reach it next year. And I'm just going to push this goal on to this next year for Death of Team 365.
0: Nice. That's very humbling. I like that. The humility of you starting off with a loss. That's good. <laughs> you start your list off with the L. It makes me feel like I have to go to an L now. I pretty much had no, three W's no. and then two L's. But I'll go to an L right away. Okay. Um, I was supposed to join Toastmasters.
1: Oh, nice. And I didn't
0: do that. Nice. Um, I didn't do that, and it's all on me. Huh? I'll explain why. So, like, I went to some trials. Pretty much by the time I decided to do it, it was like February or March. Mm-hmm. And by then, they're like, "Hey, we end the year on June. Um, just come as a guest, and then, you know, if you want to join, you can join. We'll give you a different like price you have to pay and stuff. But then yeah. we usually take a summer off. So I was like, okay, if I decide, I can't. I won't like officially join till September because it's kind of yeah. weird joining like know three quarters in already of Mm -hmm. of the season that they have um and then i went through a lot of sessions and i thought they were really good like toastmaster i think the system they have they revamped it it's a lot different than the old system they don't have that booklet thing anymore Mm -hmm. they have like categories that you have to pursue and stuff Mm
2: -hmm.
0: um the only problem i have is i just felt like everyone was very uh like too happy like it felt fake yeah So every table topic we talk about Or every I felt like almost every speech I even heard Was always very positive Um, Which is good Like good on them It's good to spread positivity Uh, But I felt like Oh like it doesn't feel like reality Like I would feel so political when I'm there Mm
2: -hmm.
0: Like I can't say controversial things I can't um, Talk about Or I feel like it's a bummer If I talk about like sadness Or other things like that Mm -hmm. Uh, so I felt like oh, I don't know like It just feels like This isn't the thing for me And like I felt like I need to be in a group of people Or for me to s- Sustain this I need to be with a group of people That I can be real with Yeah And I just felt like All these people I just, It just won't work Like half of them are like Mothers and stuff Or like Whatever sense. And I was just like You know what They probably have a shitty life already Or like <laughs> they're They're probably going through Tough times sometimes And I don't want to like Like the reason why I feel like I can talk about Sadness and shit like that Or like anger or any of these like bad emotions is because my life is so happy where it's like oh shit this stuff doesn't happen that often right and Mm -hmm. it doesn't like do me as much right Mm -hmm. whereas like if if that actually happens to other people that's kind of like oh fuck like i'm just like bringing up the shit in their life when they (laughs) when they might want to come to this meeting every week just to you know feel good and all Uh. this stuff um so a bit of his excuse on my end and a bit of it is also like I don't know I feel like it's not for me like I, I wish there was like a not safe for work version of Toastmasters or like an R-rated oh, version like where they talk about more controversial shit and they become I don't know I just feel like more real like the reason I'm saying this is that and I actually have this this is gonna be a problem where I'll talk about a bit more on my next resolution that I failed is that I just feel like I meet a lot of people that are very um unrealistic and like very political political as in like too scared about talking anything controversial you know either a little woke or a little whatever but very neutral and not very decisive on any decision Mm -hmm. i feel like i can't become that person's friend because they don't actually make any decisions or have any uh drastic views but at the same time i also feel like that comes with a relationship right Like that builds too. Um, but, in terms of the setting of Toastmaster, I just didn't feel it. Uh, and that's my excuse. like i I clearly failed that. so I don't know. yeah, like maybe maybe I should just start my own my r rated <laughs> Toastmasters club, but can, I probably won't get Toastmasters funding for that.
1: I can see what you mean. I feel like your experience with Toastmasters feels completely different from mine. It could be the location, but I feel <clears> like it's also the people that add to it because I actually became friends with the people that. Regularly went to my Toastmaster meetings. Yeah. And they were all within the same five year ish age range of me. Yeah. So I felt like it was really relatable and everyone just seemed to have a good time. And after a while, it just seemed like I just went there to hang out with some friends.
0: Yeah. And I feel like that's the best way to grow anything. Mm-hmm. Like, I almost felt like Toastmaster should be like a personal project. And the only way to work a personal project with friends is if you actually like hanging out with them and you do it regardless of the project or not. Yeah. Right. Uh, so, I don't know. I didn't feel that at Toastmaster. But I actually feel like that's going to tie into my next resolution a bit more. Or maybe the one I'll talk about a mm-hmm. bit after. So. Interesting. Yeah. Um, so, that's mine. L for last year.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: What's your next one?
1: Okay, I'll say a <sighs> a win, I yeah. guess. So, I have a list of my little... Um, resolutions that i made last year and one of the ones that i put down was to look into getting an investment property and i think it was in middle of april that i got this condo with my dad nice to invest in and so that part went really well and it's still going really well
0: oh nice yeah
1: and so that was a pretty good i was really happy with that part of my resolution and being able to accomplish that and having another i guess asset under my belt i feel like as right. you grow up and you do and you you grow up and you're a doll you should look into diversifying your portfolio getting assets and getting different income streams and stuff like that and right. i feel like that was my first big step aside from just investing on the side with like yeah. money and stuff i was pretty proud of that
0: oh nice nice that's good mm-hmm. i'm glad it's going well still and mm. yeah that's good um, my next one I'll put a W up now. And then, uh, my reading one. So my goal was to read twenty six books. I think okay. I crushed that in like October. Mm-hmm. So I still like t- two months left. Um, but by the time I crushed it, I became obsessed with Game of Thrones. So that's all I've been reading. <laughs> uh, I'm pretty much seventy five percent done the last book, but I'm waiting. I mean George R. Martin surely will have his new book ready eventually. Um, hopefully sooner rather than later. That will make me uh happy um but yeah so i'm almost done that but yeah the the the, the reading was cool i'm I'm glad i put that as a goal because it's like it got me really into uh fiction reading and i really enjoy that i actually like it's a part that i missed a lot when Mm -hmm. i didn't have this goal but this goal kind of like pushed me to like read every single night like all the time i feel like it's literally created a habit for myself um, Because I literally do it Every single night Before I sleep Which is perfect That's um, so nice Yeah So I don't know Like maybe I made it too easy For myself But I, I didn't think so I felt like a lot of the books I read was like Pretty substantial mm-hmm. So I think Like my words Read Or pages read Would probably be Pretty significant Um, Yeah So it was good I, I went through like A couple A couple um Segas I think yeah. I finished like Three sagas throughout this time, mm-hmm. and then read just a bunch of cool books. Um, like, I know what I like now, which is cool too, but I'm cool to explore other shit. Uh, what, what I can say is, like, I like action related, uh, mystery related, a um, love murder mystery still. I hate anything depressing. Um, so, unfortunately, I know it's probably very important, but I will not read anything related to any genocides anytime soon. <laughs> I just don't think those are fun to read. Um
1: so depressing when you talked about it.
0: Yeah, it was really sad. I just don't yeah. I don't I'm not in, I'm not into that shit anymore. Uh I get why they write it. Like uh-huh. it like try to like get you on your emotional feels and shit. But it's just not fun. Like like when you open the book, you're like entering their lives and their lives are pretty shitty. So it's like, oh my God. I don't want to
1: do make myself feel so depressed.
0: Yeah, like I don't want to enter this. Uh, i'm actually kind of curious on why people do that too because i feel like it's a little sadistic too but
1: it's kind of like when you watch a sad movie or something that you kind of want to feel something
0: yeah i also yeah
1: or it kind of spreads awareness
0: yeah i think the biggest thing is spreading awareness but Mm. i don't even like to watch like sad movies anymore like i think there was one what's that dog movie was it marley and me or something no was it oh no marley and me but is that a sad one uh, I don't remember Anywhere where a dog dies I don't wanna watch it <laughs> If a dog's gonna die I was like I don't wanna I know, watch
1: it I think Marley and me The dog does die
0: Yeah so I was like I'm not watching this shit man mm-hmm. I think um, I think that occurred In high school When I re- I watched a couple of sad ones What's the one with Channing Tatum And he was like a soldier Or something like that And his Girlfriend whatever Has cancer or some shit I forget yeah. what it was
1: and He has to leave It was like Charlie St. Cloud Or some shit I don't know But anything like
0: that now I'm just hmm. like or Is
1: that just a rom-com
0: I just a don't wanna Take drama I don't want to do that shit, sad drama shit. Like, I think back in the day, it was the Korean stuff. Like, thousand liters of tears or some bullshit. Oh, that was so sad. I think I watched those a bit when I was, um, like, a teenager. And they're very addictive, those dramas. But after a while, I was just like, why do I put myself through this? Like, this is unnecessary.
1: I feel like the romance ones are pretty nice if
0: they actually get you. But the sad part is just, like... It
1: makes you feel something.
0: I mean... Yeah, that's true. Maybe. I don't think it's necessary. Like, I don't think it's ever necessary for me to see a dog die in a fucking movie. Oh,
1: true.
0: Right? It's like, true. that's just so sad. Or, like, yeah. someone losing... Like, other than awareness, I-, I just don't see why.
1: Doesn't it feel good sometimes to just, like, cry if you haven't cried in a while?
0: Um, I'm surprisingly very emotional when it comes to, like, movies and shit. Like, it's very easy for me <laughs> to, like, tear up at a very sad scene. Like I think recently I rewatched uh Spider-Verse with Joyce. Mm-hmm. So she never watched either of them, so oh one and God. 2. And I I totally forgot that 2 ended in a cliffhanger to make like a you know part B of the movie kind of thing. Yeah. But I felt like that was a very emotionally touching movie. Mm. Uh, I definitely teared up a couple times. In that, especially when he talks about like um, you know, making his father proud and like sacrifices and stuff, and like, you know, people dying and shit, and the whole like Uncle Ben thing. I was like, oh, oh yeah, so day.
1: sad. All the parallels between Uncle yeah. Ben and her, it.
0: Yeah, and it's just like, oh fuck, I don't know. For sure, I definitely teared up in that, and I just feel like <coughs> it's pretty easy for me to tear up in these. I think I'm just trying to think. I, I swear, especially in like cartoon movies, they always make them fucking sad as shit at some point. Oh like space No Okay final space Was sad oh, as shit I felt like yeah, that final was space. So sad
1: Final space was so so sad <clears throat> Like surprisingly but, So
0: sad But even in uh, What's that Spanish movie Where they have Powers and shit Enchanted Is it No In oh No not enchanted Fuck it starts with The E though right Where the girl doesn't Have powers Yeah yeah and yeah she- That was pretty sad too I felt like I haven't
1: actually Oh really I think I watched it actually
0: I felt like parts of that Was kind of like, Tear jerking oh, okay. and shit um, Have you watched
1: Soul? I think Soul
0: is one soul, of the best. Like Soul the Korea or Soul? No,
1: like like everyone has a Soul. It's a.
0: Oh, I think I know what you're talking about. I never watched this.
1: This one's really good. I think this one's. A uh, sad what's too. that
0: movie with the girls with the emotions and Inside, Inside Out? Out? Yeah, uh, dude, Inside that was, was sad. Really I thought there's
1: there was... a second Inside Out coming. Yeah. Yeah, it has to do with anxiety.
0: Um, but in Inside Out, oh, I saw the the one scene when. She was like running away and shit I thought that was really sad I was like I don't know so, Like anything that touches with like Family and emotions and shit I, I get pretty uh Pretty tear jerked on that stuff I used to not I used to really try to hold it in But now I'm just like Fuck it man This is pretty sad
1: There's some like More known Disney Pixar sad movies right?
0: Um, I think I think most of the time There's always a really sad scene Uh let's see. Let's Did see. Cry at Wally. Mo- yeah, dude, Wally was sad as Wally. shit. Like, uh So I think I'm a person who doesn't have a lot of empathy in terms of like human to human. But when it comes to these shows, I feel like I'm in their shoes. So like for example, Wally, when when the reason I get so sad about Wally is like I just imagine being in Wally's shoes, even though I know he's a robot, but, like, I feel like he has grown sentience and stuff. Mm. I just feel like being alone for all that time and then finding this happiness and having it taken away from you. Mm. For your courageous act. I just feel like, holy shit, like, i put myself in that thought and I'm just like, that's so sad. And then I get very, like, tear jerky on that shit. Um, and then, like, Up... Up, that first, that first 10 minutes of Up was the saddest shit in the world.
1: Really? I didn't find that sad. Where
0: his wife died and all yeah. that shit? I, I, was I like, did not oh. find it sad. I'm like, we don't even know this character. I mean, I just felt like it was, I don't know. I just felt like I kind of connected with that a little bit. I was like, that's pretty sad.
1: When you said that you felt like Wally was sentient, that reminded me of this one um, controversial thought that I read that I was like, well, that's so true. That if an AI were to test for it its sentience and do the turing test if the ai was smart enough then it could probably purposely fail the turing test just so it could be kept alive
0: i mean the turing test is itself not like it's not updated I know. so like so like i feel like i feel like you could make a specific ai to pass the turing Mm. test and not be able to do anything else now Mm. right and then if you just put that section of the specific ai in any other ai then every ai can pass the turing test Mm. right so i feel like it's just not a good test anymore um, but yeah, you're you're right. If it knows the consequences of being sentient, then it would probably try to fail it.
1: All right, all right,
0: um, but yeah, I don't know. I'm just trying to see other Disney Pixar. shit. I feel like in general, they try to put something oh, sad Coco in. was sad, yeah, with his family dying and shit. Mm-hmm. yeah, I thought that was pretty sad, too, but, like, okay, just like speaking of this stuff, and then you go to like actual sad movies, um, I just get pretty pretty fucked up from those. I won't lie. It, it it does feel kind of good, but, like, for books, I, I wouldn't want to, like, mm. pursue that. There's no point. Like, a book is even, like, a super long draw.
1: Mm, that makes sense. I feel like books are a little bit more, like, intimate emotionally yeah. than a movie.
0: Yeah. Like, in the jade series the one i keep talking about mm. like there was a scene where the i Hong cried Kong in yeah there was a scene i literally cried in and that's in the last book and i was like holy fuck that was a very sad that was a very sad chapter
1: i added that to my list of books to
0: read yeah it was a very emotionally touching chapter but it was very very sad um so yeah that's a w for me uh mm-hmm. finishing my 26 books for the future i don't know i don't think i will do another reading one because there's no point yeah uh, i feel like i Proved what I wanted to do. Mm -hmm. Um, It was done in hubris. I thought that... I personally thought I was a slow fucking reader and I'm dumb. Like, when I did my word-per-minute thing, I was like, I'm stupid. I can't read fast. Uh, Definitely, I think I can read a lot faster now. and It's just from just keep reading kind of thing. Mm, I think so, too. Yeah. Uh, So, yours? Another one from last year?
1: Another one (coughs) from... Last year that is on this list is to start hot yoga again. And Mm. I definitely started that again. And I go to it regularly every Saturday, unless I can't make it on a Saturday.
0: Nice.
1: I just really like it.
0: Yeah, that's good. I like
1: how it makes me feel. I like how it's um, Mm -hmm. most of the time I go with my friend Jessica, but if I also go alone, I feel like either way, it just feels like a really great way to start the weekend and it feels productive. And I like how it keeps me, I like literally never stretch otherwise. And I like how it keeps me.
0: Do you believe in stretching?
1: I heard it doesn't actually do shit. Yeah, I don't believe in it. Yeah, unless you're actually working f- towards flexibility, it actually doesn't really do shit. No, not
0: you. even flexibility. I think it has to be, like, specifically mobility. Not even flexibility, too. Like, flexibility yeah. itself is useless because it's, like... It's just flexibility. Itself. Yeah, like, yeah. in that state, if you have no power, there's nothing you can do. Yeah. Yeah.
1: But I like how it adds that, and I just like the feeling of having another kind of, like sport or physical thing that i can do that's different from working out different from volleyball that is more personal yeah and something that i do with another one of my friends and i hardly get to see her do things with her because she's a mom now oh yeah and so like this is a time that she also gets to spend by herself and like take out of her busy schedule so it's just a really nice thing that i like how i incorporated back into my year this year and i don't think i'll ever really stop unless i just get too busy or just bored of it? One day,
0: uh, yeah. Like I'm the opposite because I actually want to stop going to yoga, <laughs> uh, but I'm committed because I still have my pass have to go through. Mm-hmm. Um, but it is I am proud of myself as in this is the one thing that everyone kept not everyone but a lot of people kept saying it's really good like you keep hearing people saying oh hot yoga is really good for you etc etc i feel like half of
1: it's because it's like in a hot environment so it's kind of like sauna ish
0: yeah but i go to sauna every day so like even that part doesn't even matter to me right but i do i'm proud of myself that i actually committed to go and i did for two whole years Mm -hmm. and now i don't want to do anymore but i can at least say that hey i don't like it but i tried yeah um, I feel like a lot of people don't are aren't able to say that because mm-hmm. um they kinda like, you know, stop after a while, but with or not stop after a while. They or they like, don't
1: even take the first step. Yeah, yeah,
0: exactly. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I don't think I'm really that into it. I think the stretching part actually hurts a lot of everything else. Like I think it hurts my vo- like my volleyball my climbing. Mm-hmm. Like the too much of the stretching.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh what's your biggest thing with hot yoga? Like what do you focus most on? I think what I focus most is actually Significantly different than the mass.
1: (laughs) I would say it's between my breathing or the stillness and the calmness that I feel. So when you hold positions, you're being challenged, but you're not bored. So like if I'm at home, just reflecting on things and just laying there. Yeah. In my bed or sitting in a chair or sitting in my car just reflecting on things. I'm still. And there's a part of my body that's always, like, kind of bored still. Right. And wanting some sort of stimulation while I do reflections. But then when I'm at hot yoga, like, I can reflect on things. But I'm still required to move and hold a position. So, it's, like, my brain is stimulated enough so that I can focus on reflecting on things. But I can still also focus on another thing. And I'm being challenged and I'm being productive in a way.
0: Mm, mm-hmm. That makes sense. I think my... Uh, Desire for it has completely changed Like I feel like at first when I started doing it It was like I can't even do Like I can't do half the shit Or like I can do a really bad version of half the stuff mm-hmm. uh, And then I got to the point where I could do everything Which mm-hmm. felt good um, But then my biggest thing from like After six months of going was just like How do you turn off your brain Right before you start Turn on your brain to as high intensity of you as you can And mm-hmm. then turn it off again right at the end that was my biggest thing but i felt like after a while i figured out how to like do that mm-hmm. um and i felt like yoga had no more purpose for me at the moment
1: mm, that makes sense
0: as in like i've learned how to do it i just have to learn how to do it everywhere of my life mm-hmm. It's the turn on and turn off thing mm-hmm. um i mean i still struggle in other parts of my life but i feel like yoga itself doesn't provide any more value to me in that um, especially because the hot part like I go sauna every single day right. so it doesn't even that part doesn't really bother me and like the stretching part I don't really care for mm-hmm. it is hard physically it's difficult yep. and mentally Um, uh, but I just feel like that hour and a half or hour and a bit I could I feel like I could spend doing some other things that I would feel a bit better about now mm-hmm. currently but yeah that's how I felt about yoga that after a while sense. I was just like fuck it I don't want to do it anymore
1: yeah, I feel like the heat at element is a huge <clears throat> plus, regardless of whether you enjoy yoga or not. And the fact that you regularly go sauna, anyways, yeah, it does. It kind of like negates that. But I would say the other big highlight that I get from hot yoga is that it always reminds me to be present in the moment because you can't really think of many things, many other things while you're doing hot yoga aside from like the heat or like the pose you're doing, and then you just Learn it's kind of like meditating, right? And that part I really like.
0: I feel like, uh, this isn't like a bad thing, but I feel like you have a bit of ADHD, so it might be tough for that. Mm -hmm. I actually had no issues with that. Like when I'm there, I'm only thinking about what I'm doing. Oh really? Yeah. Um. So you know, the other week we talked about like being present. I didn't really understand it, and then I thought about it a bit more. I was like, Do you guys think of shit when you're doing other stuff? and yeah. when it comes to like yoga or like volleyball or like um like certain things like that i i don't i don't think about anything else. Really? like there's just nothing else i i think i'm just like i'm just gonna do this one thing
1: it's almost like my brain is restless to think about other things and if i don't help that restlessness then i can't even concentrate on the main thing that i want to concentrate right on.
0: I think only at the very end, like when you're starting to yin, like when you're starting to do mm-hmm. the calm shit, I may or may not have other thoughts pop up. Mm. Um, but usually for a full hour, other than, oh, this is kind of hard. Like that's the only other thought that comes to my brain. Other than like, I have to do this post.
1: Oh, that's wild.
0: Yeah. But I think um, I think it's because I have, whatever ADHD is, I think I have maybe the opposite of, like I. it's kind of easy for me to focus mm. um, on like very... Simple and monotonous task Like when I'm cooking It's very easy for me To like just focus on The task of cutting this thing And not Mm. think of anything else And then after that task is done I can like think of something else And then move on to the next task And switch that part of the brain off And just focus on the task again
1: Oh that's wild to me
0: Yeah so like for me like When you cook (coughs) Time flies by Mm -hmm. But for me it feels like it flies by Because I have so little thoughts Because by the time I'm actually thinking about any thoughts It's like A bunch of hours Or like an hour or two Has already passed Because I've only thought about Doing this one thing At Mm -hmm. one time
1: That makes sense I feel like whenever I'm really engrossed Or I'm doing something That I'm really passionate about I can more easily do that Like with cooking Yeah It's a lot easier for me To just think about Like exactly what I'm doing But I'm not exactly thinking about Like Chopping If I'm just chopping I'll think about A lot of other things But I'll still be Only thinking about cooking
0: Oh no Like I'll only think about Chopping that one thing like, okay, this is going to sound weird, but I when I drive home, it's actually very easy for me to listen to a podcast. And sometimes when I'm working out, it's very easy for me to listen to a podcast.
1: Hmm. I can't listen to podcasts
0: when I work out. Uh, I can. Unless
1: I'm like stretching or warming up.
0: I can, but maybe that's because I'm not trying hard enough. Huh. Uh, but this is a weird one. When I go grocery shopping, I can't listen to podcasts.
1: Oh. Because
0: everything I hear, I don't... In- corporate because i'm literally just looking at the stuff i'm trying to buy
1: oh that makes sense yeah i can't do that either
0: yeah so it's like i literally cannot listen to anything meaningful when i'm like grocery shopping but i feel like i'm literally listening to music but that's it but yeah but that's like ear in ear out type of thing yeah right Mm -hmm. but like when i'm grocery shopping my mind is literally (coughs) like what do i have to buy or what am i planning to make this weekend and then that's all my thoughts are on Mm. um and then i feel like i do get that one track mind when i'm doing things a lot Mm. Uh, so i can't really it's weird like i can't multitask but i can do each individual task quite fast so i'm doing multiple tasks in an hour but i'm not multitasking
1: yeah i wouldn't say i can multitask either though
0: oh wait so how (laughs) do you like how does your adhd come from then
1: it's it's more like like when i'm multitasking it's not like i'm actually doing anything with the other points of stimulation they're just other points of stimulation that makes sense like i'm still focusing on one thing to do okay but i just need more points of stimulation like sometimes if Uh, i'm doing work i'll play music in the background because my it's kind of like my mind is moving too fast that i can't actually slow down it enough to focus on what work i actually have to do uh, so then i'll play like music in the background and that'll be another point of stimulation where i'll like hold something to fidget with while i'm doing my work and then i have like two points of stimulation and that's enough for me to actually like focus on what i'm actually
0: doing um yeah i don't
1: versus if it's like dead quiet or whatever then i'll just be thinking of like 50 other things and i can't actually focus on what i'm actually trying to do so it's I not see. like i'm multitasking per se because yeah. i'm not actually like listening 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 to the music or i'm not actually like doing anything meaningful with like fidgeting yeah. like, but it without that then i just can't actually focus on one thing
0: Oh uh, okay i kind of get it like When I'm working, sometimes I like music, but I don't care for it. Like, if I I have it, I have it. Uh, I like white noise. Yeah. But other than that, it's like, if I had none, I would still be able to do what I'm doing.
1: Oh, yeah. Like, it's almost impossible sometimes. Like, I'll Uh, literally, like, be, like, so distracted. I can't actually focus enough to do shit.
0: Oh, I see. Or, like,
1: sometimes in volleyball, the same thing happens. Like, I am there, and I can't actually focus enough to think strategically. Like, in my head, there's different levels of how well I can focus to play volleyball. Right. There's like, like the best one is where I can focus enough where I can think strategically about our gameplay and about how the other team is playing. Yeah. And sometimes it's, I can only focus enough to just play. Right. And then that's when I like make mistakes because I'm not like doing like fundamental things and stuff like that. And sometimes I can't even focus enough to just keep my eyes in the court because Um. I'll like notice a ball on the other court or I'll like hear noises on the other side and I literally can't just like tune in and only keep my attention on this court yeah so whenever stuff like that happens i usually will like put mint in my mouth or like gum in my mouth or i'll like put some i'll tape my finger weirdly on one side so i can like fidget with my tape while i play and shit like yeah 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 Yeah. it's not like a multitasking but sometimes i just need more points of stimulation to focus on one thing
0: oh okay interesting Yeah. yeah no i'm like in volleyball it's very easy for me to focus on the game yeah. But like when surf starts And when surf ends That's uh-huh. when I focus And then It's kind of the whole Turn on turn off thing mm-hmm. And then right after that I try my best to like Turn off from thinking About it too much And then mm-hmm. turn back on Right away Because uh like sustained Like you don't want Sustained intensity oh,
1: yeah, You yeah, want to yeah. be able
0: to go Really intense For a duration That you require And then back to no intensity Or like zero intensity mm-hmm. For a duration
1: That makes sense
0: Yeah so I don't know I Maybe, maybe yoga actually Helped me with that But for me, it's very like one track mind when I'm doing my task and then I can turn that off and then move on.
1: Must be so nice. Yeah, sometimes that's also why I don't talk a lot during volleyball because I can't switch between thinking strategically and then socializing.
0: Oh, sometimes I feel
1: like that's two completely different Ways of thought Or like parts of my brain Yeah, yeah So unless we're strictly talking about the gameplay Then sometimes I literally can't talk while I play volleyball
0: Oh No, no, no like
1: for me, in between rallies or shit like yeah, that Yeah, yeah,
0: No, for me like between rallies I, I can turn off And then And then I turn back on when, when the service started Yeah But I feel like some people can't Like it's actually like I'm I'm lucky for that because mm-hmm. I, I can see the issue with not having that. Yeah. Because with not having that, then you ha you need to have a lower intensity, but like for a longer duration yeah. in order to stay there. Yeah, yeah. Or
1: you just can't switch back and forth.
0: Yeah, like I like like okay, not to completely flame my teammates, but I really feel like some of them ha- can't fucking concentrate sometimes. <laughs> I'm just like like I don't get how you couldn't do it Like I was like Dude you did it last fucking rally oh, like, okay. you, Can't you do the same thing Like that's how my mind is Because I'm like I can turn it on And then I can turn it off Yeah I'm not saying when I turn on I'm like the best player in the world I'm not But at least when I turn it on I'm completely focused In what I'm doing
1: mm, That makes sense Yeah Like yesterday When we were scrimming yeah. There was these people Running lines beside us When we were on The side of the court That was closest to like the exit Yeah yeah There were these people That were scrimming And they kept bouncing the ball And I, and I was like fuck they're bouncing the ball so close to our side, it keeps um, tripping me out, and I kept looking back at it and looking back at it, and then someone fucking
0: smashed the ball in my
1: direction, I just completely missed it.
0: Oh, I see. Yeah, yeah. that shit doesn't bother me at all, actually. It yeah. bothers me between rallies. Mm-hmm. So, like, once the rally's over, and I see another play there, I, like, I kind of want to look, because it's like, oh, it's oh, a very yeah, yeah. interesting play, right? Um, But as soon as, like, if there was a whistle, as soon as the whistle blown, I'm, like, back into it. Damn. Yeah.
1: Must be nice. Uh,
0: I, I don't know, like, it, it's... <laughs> it sucks though because like i have to get that pa- like at work sometimes i don't have that passion for what i'm doing mm-hmm. so like i get a little too cocky so i was like i know i can do this in an hour so i'm gonna leave this for the last hour of the day because oh, <laughs> yeah. i have nothing else to do um but sometimes it's nice because like that hour is sufficient and i'm like my, my confidence is well rewarded because i was right in that assumption oh
1: right? that makes sense
0: um but then that means that just means i'm fucking around the whole day uh,
1: I like know I can be like that, so I give myself pretend deadlines. Oh! I, I see. always give myself significantly shorter deadlines than I have because yeah. I know I work better under pressure in that yeah, way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like if I have a lot of time, then I'll also leave it to the last minute. So yeah. I always give myself fake little deadlines, and then that's why I always I feel like in that way I I've learned to become really productive in that way.
0: No, that's for sure good. I feel like I need something that uh pushes me a bit more mm-hmm. in terms of like my current job is not pushing me enough. Mm-hmm. Um, but we'll see We'll see what the fuck's up uh, Was it me or you? You Okay um, Oh and L So I, I think I remember briefly I made this resolution And I completely failed it But it's, I think it was something about Like make a new friend a month Or something like that Oh
1: shit That's a lot of
0: friends Or, or like Like meet someone new I think it was like Meet more people right? Meet yeah more people I, I didn't meet anyone <laughs> There's no one new in my life It was the exact fucking same uh, That one I completely failed I don't even know why I made that resolution now that I think back. How do you feel about it? I-, I feel like it's a problem with me. Like, I-, I find it hard for me to open up with people. Uh, Like, with people I know,
2: mm-hmm.
0: even if I know them a little bit, it's very easy for me to open up with them. Yeah. So, for example, like, one of the people who always come on the podcast, M. Forson. I'm not actually close with him. Mm-hmm. Um, But for me, if we were to get into a conversation, it's very easy for me to open up about my personal things with him. Mm. Um. But that's because I, like, know him and I have experiences with him. Mm -hmm. Uh, And, like, that's just an example. Like, that will go for any of my friends. Um, But I feel like to get to that friend level is very difficult. Like, that, even the starting point for me is very, very difficult. I have no idea why. Uh, I think it's a me problem. Uh, No, actually, for sure, it's a me problem. Uh, I just don't, um, I don't know. Like, maybe this is something I should try to solve. Like, it's actually hard for me to meet new people.
1: Isn't it? the factor of meeting new people or i just don't care getting past that threshold of familiarity where you would actually consider them like a friend in that way
0: um (coughs) i don't know i feel like i feel like a lot of the
1: people that you meet on a regular day basis or not regular day basis a lot of the people that you meet after you leave school or outside of work you have to see them you have to almost be forced to see them regularly in whatever environment that you that you're in, in yeah. order for them to actually become a friend. Yeah. Otherwise, it's actually pretty hard to meet people that are in completely different environments than you, because off the bat, you kind of have to make some sort of commitment to see them regularly. Yeah. And that's yeah. pretty much impossible. Why would anyone want to do that if you don't know them, right?
0: Well, like for example, you or like our Star, I feel like you guys can easily like talk to someone and like mm-hmm. befriend them. Yeah, I feel like that's not that easy for me. I feel like for me, it's like, I, I'm not completely sure. I think in my mind, I'm just like, I don't, like, I'm pretty satisfied with what I have. So I was like, mm. why do I need more of this when I'm pretty happy with what I have? You know what you mean? Uh, but that's a, th- I think that's a mindset thing I have to change on myself, uh, I think it's a little bit too much hubris on me. Like it's like, mm-hmm. oh, I'm happy with all my friends. I don't really need more. Like, what value do you bring and shit? Mm-hmm. Uh, I also like very interesting characters. I feel like there's not many. I feel like a very and my, myself included. I feel like when you first meet anyone, they're all very tamed,
2: mm-hmm. and it,
0: and after that, it just doesn't interest me. I was like, why do I talk? Why would I talk to you? Because. There's, it feels like At least from the first Interaction There's nothing interesting But obviously Everyone is interesting In their own way Yeah
1: Right. I was just gonna say Isn't it kinda
0: hard To To assume that They'll be interesting right yeah. Yeah, yeah 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 For sure Like
1: they'd have to be Doing something really Batshit crazy Or like wild Off the bat In order to gain Your interest right if Yeah And you don't give them That chance to get to know them
0: Also I feel a little Jaded Where it's like Um I'm not sure If people are willing To commit To a friendship as i am Mm -hmm. because i feel like maybe i take it too seriously compared to other people Mm -hmm. like to me it's like all right we're friends only if we hang out once yeah we hang out once and doesn't work out then we're not really friends and you know there's like certain things i like and i don't like Mm -hmm. like if we hang out you know it's nice to be on time it's nice to do something cool Mm -hmm. Uh, it's nice to be in a cool group setting and shit Um, but even then yeah i don't know i just feel like. I don't really befriend or get close to too many people. But I also feel like there's no time to, like, ma- maintain that. That's why I don't even want to a- attempt it. Which is, again, my... Like, I can see that as an issue for myself. Mm. Um, But, yeah.
1: I can see that, too. I feel like my personal opinion with that is that, like... Of course, when you first meet someone, you're not gonna... More times than not, you're not gonna feel an inclination to... Invest more time and effort into a friendship. Yeah. And my... Personal mindset behind that is that like oh if this person is been kind of meant to be my friend then, then there will be opportunities to or like the chemistry or something will naturally click for them to be my friend yeah and then if it eventually develops to the point where I feel actually inclined to invest more time and effort into this friendship then I will but other than that it's kind of like oh if it is it is if it's not it's not and then when I meet people that I feel like a reason why it's very easy for me to meet people and get to know people or come across a lot of new people is that I don't expect (coughs) anything out of any introductions I get or when I meet anyone I don't expect anything I don't expect them to actually become my friend it's just oh hey nice to meet you Mm. essentially like that And like, oh if we click we click if I happen to see you again I happen to see you again if you happen to eventually become my friend then so be it but it's more just like oh it is what it is Yeah And it's just nice meeting someone
0: Yeah I think Definitely I'm not gonna make this a resolution Cause I don't wanna fucking work out that hard But it's weird Because like There are a lot of people I meet Where I don't care too much To like get to know you That much mm-hmm. And like I feel like But there are very Very few people That when I meet I instantly click mm-hmm. Just like instantaneous It's like I see them And it's like Dude it felt like I know you my whole life Yeah uh,
1: those, those are amazing right
0: Yeah but I feel like Those are the only thing I strive for now, oh, so it's like I if it's see. not there, it's not there. But then I know there's more to everyone, so yeah. I shouldn't think like that. Yeah. But my, um, let's say my primo or my instant reaction is to think like that. Mm. Uh, but no, it's definitely on me. I just I don't know. Like I think, I mean, everyone carries themselves differently. Yeah, I don't know. I think a part of it's my in- my introvert side too in that. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I don't know. I, again, I'm not going to make the mistake of making this a resolution again <laughs> that I won't be able to work on. I think it's just something I just have to, like, build towards. Like, I think um, some people are naturally good at it. So, like, there are some things I feel like I'm naturally good at that other people aren't. And I feel like, for example, you or, like, R-Star, you guys are naturally good at, like, meeting people and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I just feel like I just have to, like, it's just, it's just like, an end-life goal. It's I don't have to rush to it kind of thing. Yeah. So, I don't know. I'm currently content but yeah i'm never gonna make that resolution again (laughs) it's just dumb i think to like actively like make friends and shit i feel like it's kind of too i don't know weird
1: i feel like it seems a little forceful but i also feel like if you wanted some if you really want anything in life you just go and get it right
0: like i feel like if i moved to somewhere new Mm -hmm. then i would have to make that as a concerted effort to try to meet new people and
1: shit
0: Mm -hmm. um but currently i'm okay with whatever like if it works it works if it doesn't it doesn't yeah but i also don't put myself in like that many situations to meet people too so that's kind of mm. on me too right yeah um yeah is what it is
1: you should join more uh volleyball tournaments or things like that i feel like that's uh, were, a very easy place to meet new people there's a
0: recent one it. coming up but i'm not in town and shit um yeah like i'm just trying to think of all the social settings i go through i was like mm-hmm. dude it's so hard to meet people in hot yoga because they're all girls and i don't want to be oh, creepy yeah, no, you can't yeah. talk to people at all, yeah, yoga, yeah
1: unless you're in a washroom or some shit but it's like leave me alone yeah <laughs> exactly
0: and, and the same for me like i don't want to really talk to anyone when i'm there too right so mm-hmm. it's like i'll just do my own thing and then also the gym i feel like everyone's plugged in and they just do their thing I'm. i'm like that's good like you should do yeah. your thing so like i don't really meet anyone there either
1: I feel like at the gym, it's very hard, especially if you go to an unspecialized gym. Right. Because eventually, <clears throat> most people or like a handful of people will become familiar faces and you end up just like waving at them. Yeah. 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 But then if you don't go to a specialized gym, then I feel like, yeah, there are always just going to be people that you wave at.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. true. Yeah. And then my other social setting is like climbing. I feel like I insulate myself too much climbing. Like my, my friends all go. Yeah. So like I just talk to them. Right. Yeah. And then, but sometimes we do meet new people, but it's not as often.
1: Mm-hmm. I heard that climbing is really easy to make friends.
0: Uh, yeah, yeah. When you're getting shit on by a problem together, yeah. uh, but also like I usually go with a group of like four or five of us. Right. So, so there's no point in you actually talking to anyone well, else. Well, it's not that there's no point, but it's like people are less um <laughs> willing to approach you at that point, right? Because mm-hmm. you have a bunch of people around you. Uh, and other than that, I have no other social settings. Like I don't go to clubs, I don't go to raves, I don't even go to eat. Like yeah, that makes <laughs> so sense. I was like, whatever. Uh, but I'll, I'll figure that out one 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 time in my life, just not now. I don't care for it. There there was a time in my life where I was, it was really easy for me to meet people. Yeah. And that was, like, university, st- university yeah. it was, um, I think in high school, too, and stuff.
2: Huh?
0: It was weird. I feel like people pitied me back then. What the fuck? What I just feel mean? like people thought I was just some, like, loser shit, so they wanted to talk to me. Like, there was know. it was so weird, like, like... I in, strongly feel like that's not the case. Dude, in high school, it, I felt like that was the case. In Why? high school, I felt like I felt like they wanted to talk to me because one, A, they either thought I was really smart but not sociable, or two, they just thought I was just weird, so they wanted to talk to me.
1: Why would someone want to talk to someone that's weird?
0: Uh, cause it's it's, just to be nice? No, like I feel like sometimes if... Like I feel like in high school, if you're an introvert and you see another introvert, you kind of want to talk to them because you're like, "Oh, this guy's different, right?" Or this mm-hmm. guy's kind of like me, different from everyone else. Um, and then the other case was that I had a lot of people talk to me just because I think they just thought I was smart, but I was like, "Dude, I don't know why you like I don't know why you assume that." Mm-hmm. But then there's also the reverse. There's cases where people thought I was dumb and they want to talk because <laughs> of that too. I was like, "What the fuck?" Like none of this makes sense. Um, but yeah, for some reason in in high school I was very approachable. But maybe because I smiled more or something like that. That could be it too.
1: Maybe yeah. That that, that I feel like that's more the case than somebody thinking that you're fucking weird Dude, and w- being like, "Hey, oh, that guy's fucking weird." Hi, I want to be your friend.
0: <laughs> uh, I know, like, like that's what I think. Like, when I see a weird person at school, I actually want to, like, get to know them. Because it's like, what What makes you tick? You know why I mean? are like, you like this? Yeah, like, I just want to talk to them and be like, why, yeah, why do you do the things you do? Or, like, you know, who hurts you? Interesting. Yeah, but, like, for example, my ex from high school, she literally thought I was dumb. I was like, oh, no, 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 I I'm doing fine in school. There's no <laughs> issues here. I'm dumb. <laughs> so then I thought, after she told me that, I was like, wait, dude, other people think. Oh, that? why did she think you were dumb? I don't know. She's because I was like kind of a class clown too.
1: Oh, I see.
0: So she thought I was dumb, and I was like, "Wait, dudes! Everyone think this?" <laughs> so then, uh so then after a while, I, saw, I was like, "Is that why people talk to me?" I was like, "I'm not sure."
1: Uh, sounds more like insecurity, in my opinion.
0: Yeah, I'm not too, Like I was pretty witty in school, so it was mm-hmm. like very easy for me to like talk about stuff in class. Yeah. But I just never really.
1: I feel like being witty or being a class clown is probably what opens you up. Because if someone's funny and makes people laugh in class, then everyone is more inclined to talk to that person. Yeah. In yeah. my opinion. Yeah, I
0: don't know. Anyways, uh, what's your next one?
1: <clears throat> Another one of mine was to party less.
0: Why? Um,
1: because pre the previous year, I felt like I partied a fuck ton. Yeah. And too much. And got lit too many times. And this year, I definitely did... Yeah, like a lot less, like significantly less. Like I think the last I think it was last year, I liked smoking weed and getting high way too much. And there's a period of time when I was when I did it like almost every day. Oh, I see. But then I like never do it anymore. Um, I pretty much only do it at events, if if anything at all.
0: Do you do you like this? Do you like you've reached a goal? Do you like the outcome of the goal? Yeah. Oh, okay, that's good. (coughs) The the only reason why the only reason I ask is because um, I think a lot of males transition from university of life. Mm-hmm. A lot of them ha- think or have the mentality that I shouldn't play games anymore. Yeah. Um, but, but there's I,
1: nothing actually wrong with it? I
0: think there's nothing wrong with it, yeah. actually. I think it's actually... Uh, like, when it becomes an addiction, it's bad. Yeah. But I think it can be a very healthy release. Yeah. And I can see that. Yeah. So, I don't know. I Like... Sometimes when people, like, put that as, like, oh, I don't want to play games anymore, I was like, well, hold up. Like, is that the problem? or It depends
1: on how you're actually spending your rest of your time. Right? Yeah, like,
0: yeah. I get it. If you spend 10 hours on game and you have an 8-hour job, uh, like, an 8-hour-a-day job, mm-hmm. then yes, that's something you should do less.
1: Yes, exactly.
0: But if you come home after a day of work and you just play for an hour, just something chilling, it's it's kind of like watching TV. Yeah. I was like, no one's shitting on watching TV, so I don't think you should give up gaming, right? Yeah. Um. The only reason I why I asked is like I don't think there's anything wrong with partying, and certain people do party more and live a completely good life. Like mm-hmm. our friend Gabe, he mm-hmm. parties a lot. I assume still, yeah. and he lives a perfectly happy life. Yeah. Um. But no, I'm glad that you went for the goal and got mm-hmm. the outcome, and you liked the outcome, kind of thing.
1: I personally also don't think that there's anything wrong with partying in itself, but obviously it goes. <coughs> it's the same thing as an excessive amount. Yeah is too much and then in general when i reflect on my life i'm like i generally like to be a very healthy person and i feel like when you party a lot it's not healthy in a lot of ways like it makes you lose sleep um Mm. drinking is not good for you Mm. doing subsistence isn't necessarily good for you if you do it too much and then also if you like smoke weed as much as i did last year then it makes you really groggy and you're just like slower and not as motivated in a lot of ways in your life yeah okay and so i didn't like that and i also didn't like how My weekends were mostly like, it was fun, but it was like, oh, you kind of waste an entire day or entire day and a half because you spend like the entire evening partying and getting lit and all that stuff. And the next day you're just spent recovering. And then so you can't actually do anything that productive.
0: Yeah.
1: (coughs) And so that's why I didn't like about it. And yeah, so that I like how this year I parted a lot less, like a lot, lot less and I Hardly ever smoke weed anymore And do anything anymore Really
0: mm, Nice yeah. I'm glad I'm glad really nice. You like that Um, I feel like for me It was always so natural I actually never really partied Yeah Which is weird But I don't know I feel like very Early on I realized Other than a social lubricant There's no reason to drink
1: mm.
0: in, in my opinion Like it doesn't make me feel Any better
1: Yeah Yeah
0: Like sometimes getting a buzz Feel nice But very very rarely Like almost never
1: You see what you mean. Yeah. In some ways, now I find that when I drink or get lit in any way, it feels like oh this okay this is actually a treat. But don't get like used to this because I rather not Mm. do that. Yeah, and I find that a lot of times when there's an opportunity to get a little bit or drink a little bit or like smoke a little bit or whatever, I rather just not because it just feels better to be sober and not actually have to deal with any.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's weird because we have a lot of friends who are very, like, like, how do you feel about people who are, like, drink pushers and stuff?
1: I personally don't think it's right. Like, if someone says they don't want to drink, just leave them alone. But
0: But I feel like you were once that.
1: I was once that at the beginning of last year until I, like, made a conscious um, reflection. And I was just like, okay, I don't like it when people try to push me. So I'm not going to try and push other people. And so I stopped very early on in the year. I remember I... Specifically was like Okay I'm never gonna ask anyone Or push anyone If they say no at first Then I'm not gonna say anything Or do anything after that.
0: I feel like I get pushed the most At <laughs> yeah, every fucking do. party I feel like I'm the one Who they're all like Oh this, you gotta get this kind of drink At every fucking party yeah, yeah you do And uh I'm usually respectful If it's a birthday I'm like okay I'll do a shot with you Kind of. Mm-hmm. Thing. Uh, okay my next one I think this is the last <laughs> one I have For last year um, It's kind of a weird one So I knew or I had a very good idea that I was going to get my p mm-hmm. uh, So a big part of me was like decide what to do after. Um, I've kind of made that decision. Mm-hmm. Uh, whether I succeed in that decision or not, that's going to be this year's resolution. But that mm-hmm. decision was I do want to uh, try to work overseas. Uh, and I made that decision. So it took me for a while. So for a while it was, okay, do I wanna work here? Don't work somewhere in Canada? Do I work somewhere in US? Do I wanna go for higher education? What's the plan? And then the end of the day I was like, okay, I wanna try something overseas if possible. Um so that's gonna be my new year. So that kinda ties into my new year resolution. Um that's one of the things I want to do is work overseas. Life is tough, so plans may not work so i understand that this might be the one i do fail and i'll be the most sad about because it is my next like png goal like yeah. as my png goal this is the next thing but i'm okay with this becoming like a multi-year project type of thing mm-hmm. right uh if i can't do it this year but i did put honest effort i won't be sad of myself it's literally just the effort that i care most about
2: mm-hmm.
0: um and it, as i feel like i've always been like this like for example exams in school i actually don't care if i do bad an exam if i put in the effort like if I studied really hard And it I knew I did Yeah like at that point I am literally is what is Like you know some people Come exam They feel shitty They ask you like What did you get in question 6 Or shit like that Or like what oh, yeah. did you get B here I have none of those thoughts After an exam Because I'm like hey It's already done I can't do anything about it I've, Did I try my best Yes I did Alright let's move on In life kind of thing mm-hmm. like Alright um, So this is One where I'm Cautiously optimistic As my new year resolu- Resolution is to it's Find huge. a job Overseas mm-hmm. Um, so it's like I'm cautiously optimistic as in I want it to happen, but I understand maybe the odds are against me right now. Um, so I'll see what happens.
1: I thought you were almost pretty much set up to do so.
0: I mean, the other plan or
1: like strong opportunities, I guess. I, would say.
0: I thought it was until I talked to some people who are, um, professional recruiters and shit. Mm-hmm. And, um, so this is kind of sad guys But my age might be an issue Really? Yeah Just because um, Just because of how old I am Uh, Or the I'm fuck? not old guys But How old I will become they, At least in certain countries In Europe per se They need a minimum Salary requirement And it makes sense So it's like They don't want all these You know Low wage Indians coming And taking all the jobs From Mm -hmm. all the people Working there right So then they're saying Hey if you're a professional And you come here to work You have to be paid Minimum this amount Therefore if companies Are willing to pay that amount Then they can forego Hiring a local And hire an international Person instead Mm. Uh, And me becoming Unfortunately 30 soon I'm very sad about that (laughs) uh, That number is now higher Mm. Than if I was not 30 Mm uh so like i said i feel like at least at the moment the odds are against me but i also know that as potentially the year goes on my bubble of where i want to go may also expand and that might change it might help me or not help me right Mm -hmm. uh i think it will help you if you give yourself more options and stuff Uh, so i'll see i'll see um i'll see for now i'll try what i can for like the next three four months and then if that doesn't work out or doesn't seem opportune, then, you know, I'm flexible. I'll change my plans. I'll figure something out. Mm. Um, but yeah, so <laughs> I'll see what happens there. That's, That's gonna a very, be,
1: very exciting goal.
0: It's a very scary goal because uh, I was sad for a while because of, you know, the realization of what it was. So for mm-hmm. a while, I met a person. He gave me a lot of hopes and shit. And I was like, oh shit. Like, I feel like this is very doable in a very short amount of time. Uh, but then talking to some more professional people, I feel like, it's still doable But I might have to expand My time frame a bit more mm-hmm. Or maybe put in more effort um, And if that's the case That's the case But yeah I was sad for a bit Especially over the break Because I got the news that Like I literally met up With a professional recruiter On like a Zoom con shit mm-hmm. And we talked about it And he gave me like The gist of it And told me what the next steps Might be and stuff So I was like Fuck it's not as easy As I th- was hoping it would be Yeah. Um. So it's like I don't know It's a goal that I want to say I want to talk about it but I'm also very cautiously optimistic about it because I might not work out as what I want Mm -hmm. Um, but that's fate so whatever it is right like if I tried my best and it didn't work then that's fate also so yeah yeah Yeah. I feel like
1: maybe this is me being like too optimistic or positive but in some ways it becomes more rewarding in the end if something is more difficult in the beginning and you're able to surpass that
0: yeah Uh, so like, being flexible, too, I feel like is big. As mm. in, like, your dream job may not be your dream job once you get it. Yeah. But like if you're flexible and you try something different and it works out, it might be way more rewarding, too, because you gave it a chance. Mm. Right. That makes sense. Uh, so that might be something I might want to do. and so Your
1: dream cur- job might look different.
0: Exactly. Yeah. So, like, currently, I want to look into Europe because it seems pretty great there. Uh, in terms of like work-life balance in terms of the type of work they do in terms of how much they actually care about their employees and stuff um but who knows like maybe after a while i'll expand myself to like the middle east or uk a bit more um Mm -hmm. like even the philippines to be honest if i can get a good job there i'd be down to go really Wow. um just because one thing a really big thing about this is my ability to maintain my relationship with joyce
2: yeah
0: uh so if it doesn't like, if I can't maintain that, then I feel like this new career won't be worth it. Yeah. Um, because I feel like the older you mm-hmm. get, the more you appreciate the people who actually love you.
1: And in your life.
0: Yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah. And like I said, like, the Philippines being the option is only because, like, it'll be really easy for her to go there. Because she was born there, right? And yeah. And, like, her family has business there, too. She pretty much works for her family right now. Yeah. And I feel like that might be her end goal, too. Um, so for them for her it'd be really easy because they have business there too right so Mm -hmm. yeah but I'll see I'll see how it goes Um, like I was sad over the break because of it but I'll see because I know over the break and probably even the first two weeks of January a lot of places especially in Europe aren't working as much so they might not respond to me
2: Mm
0: -hmm. Um, so I just have to work around it I just have to set myself like timelines and goals just turn it into like a real project Mm mm-hmm Um, but yeah i'll figure it out so who knows right maybe end of year or mid-year this new year i won't even be here anymore so we'll see yeah
1: Yeah. it's a very very exciting possibly life altering goal
0: yeah yeah very uh it's the one thing i didn't want to do as part of the blueprint is to stay here forever um even if it's just for a year or two i would like to go somewhere else to Mm. try something new um but yeah like even then like i won't be sad if i can't because i already know like Everything I've done in my life right now, I've already strayed away from the blueprint. So I'm already pretty proud of myself in that. Like, I feel like very few people can say that they've been to all the places I've been to, and very few people can put their action where it matters most. So, like, a lot of people say, like, you know, I want to travel the world and shit, but they never actually get to do any of that because they make all these, like, bullshit excuses, in my opinion. They're like, oh, it's too expensive, or I couldn't get time off and all this (laughs) stuff. I'm like, that's all. That's all wind. Like like those words are all wind. They don't mm-hmm. actually matter. They're just so temporary. Like if you say something and you really want to do it, like if I say I want to travel the world, then I'm gonna constantly go to places. And travel the world. Yeah. Yeah. Cause like I feel like a lot of people also make the excuse where it's like, oh, you're already going so far, why don't you go for long I was like, that's not that's not the point. The point is like, for example, going to Barcelona, you only need four days in Barcelona. Mm-hmm. Like you've seen it all after that. So it's like, why would I spend two weeks here if I only need four days, right? Why don't I right. go back, use other vacation to go somewhere else and figure it out, right?
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, but yeah, I feel like it's good. I'm glad I strayed away from the blueprint. Maybe mm-hmm. I'll come back to the blueprint one day, but at least it won't be the blueprint anymore.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I think that's really respectable because I also feel the same way with my life. But in the moment, I have no plans to do that stuff yet.
0: Yeah, it's very scary. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but I made the, so the goal for last year was to make a decision. So the, I was pretty much caught up between, do I want to go get a PhD or do I want to go work? And I mean, technically the PhD is still up in the air because I could get one in a different country. Yeah. But I honestly don't want to like go to school in a different country because I feel like that experience itself is also different than working in another country. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, like I don't want to be in that state again At the moment, unless I find some like super passionate thing, because I feel like once I do that, once I go that route, that's the only route I'll go for the rest of my life. Yeah, I think so. Like once I get a PhD in that field, that's the only field I'll ever work in the rest of my life. So I have to be very um, meaningful in that decision. So Mm -hmm. right now, the goal is just working somewhere else and like obviously living there too. Yeah. But yeah, we'll figure that out. That's, I don't know. Did you have stuff for last year's resolutions?
1: My last one for last year's resolution would be that I wanted to be more in time to things and be less mm, late. Yes. And I feel like I'm less late. Yes. But I still haven't accomplished it enough to say that I'm not late anymore.
0: Yeah. yeah. I mean, I can see the growth in that. Yeah. Uh, so
1: this year, I want to say that by the end of the year, I want to be somebody that's known as like not being late.
0: <laughs> like someone responsible with time. <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean in some cases I find being late is perfectly acceptable especially when it's like hey come to this party at 5pm like no one's gonna come at 5 guys like that's very reasonable yeah for those things it doesn't really matter because
1: no one's expecting you to be there at a specific time right but for things when I usually because yeah for things when people are usually expecting just me to be there at a specific time I find that now it's always around like a or more like before (coughs) I feel like it was like like, 45 minutes-ish for lateness. Mm. And now I feel like it's more, like,
0: 5.15-ish. Right, right.
1: Yeah. So I want to get that down to
0: yeah. zero. I think it's big. More I don't know. Early. Like, I think maybe I think too much about it. But for me, it feels very big. Because mm-hmm. I've been on the other end of that where I'm waiting for someone. Yeah. it's just super annoying. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's good. I'm glad. That's a very I think cool it's
1: one. also... Interesting Or not interesting It it should be Easy for me To -hmm. accomplish this Because if I can set those Fake deadlines For work And other things To get myself To do things early And accomplish things Like way before The actual deadline And if I'm able To make myself Always on time for work And other like Appointments and things Then I should do it For Social events Or other Commitments
0: I mean to me It reflects Just as easily to me it reflects on caring if Mm -hmm. that makes sense so for example i'm late at work too and sometimes i don't give a fuck Mm -hmm. um but if it's an interview or something like that i care a lot so i'm there uh so why can't people give that same respect to social settings too if you care a lot for that person right is what is is how my mentality thinks right Mm. so for example if it's like my best bud or whatever. I would care a little bit less because he. I know he'll understand a bit more, especially if it's not super important. It's like, mm-hmm. hey, we're going to meet up for climate at noon. I come at 1210. No one's mad. It's cool, right? Mm-hmm. But if it's like, oh, hey, we have movie at seven. I'm like, oh, okay. I'm going to try to aim to get there at 645 because I don't want to be late for the movie because we're all going to go in together, right? Right. Um. So I don't know. I just feel like that's my mentality when it comes to those things.
1: Yeah. I feel like that's something I should... I want to say adopt more, but me more stern with. Yeah. I I mean, it's also- Because I have the same mentality, but it's like, as I'm driving, I'm like, oh, fuck. Yeah. As I get there, I'll get there in a way. Or like, not if I get there, I get there. It's more like, well, I'm on my way. I can't really get there any faster. But obviously, I can always time the time that it takes to travel a little bit better.
0: Yeah. (laughs) I mean, part of it is judgment, too. As in, like- Uh, Actually I think I think you would Probably judge this fine But it's like For example A house party Is more Mm -hmm. acceptable To be a little late But like if we have A dinner reservation At a restaurant It's like no Like you wanna be On fucking time Because everyone Ideally is on time Because we said We'll be here At a specific time Mm -hmm. Right Uh, But no it's good I I, I see the progress In it um, Which is good Mm. Uh, So into New Year Stuff now Alright New year resolution So I already told mine my, my really big one That's like literally The biggest one I have For the year was mm-hmm. Get a job somewhere else Another not so big one uh, And I talked about this again In my previous solo podcast I want to finally get a tattoo Of Charles Paul Somewhere oh on me Oh my god Um. So it's on my Notion project page I have a shit. list of shit I have to do In order to get to work uh, mm-hmm. I just haven't worked on it yet Just because I have a bunch Of other stuff That was going on But it is A new year's resolution
1: Where um, are you thinking Of getting it
0: either left chest or right back like right here oh. or left chest I don't know which one though either or uh, I don't know what's better what's not I think I just have to do a bit more research on that um, and this is actually inspired by you Viv because you have always said why do you have to wait till they pass away to get it why don't you get it yeah. if it matters right and I was like that's right that's true like if I get one I should get it just because I think it matters to me the most. And obviously, Taro being my first pet and, you know, one of my best friends, I think it matters to me a lot.
1: I personally also think that if you get a dog tattoo after they pass away, a large part of that tattoo will remind you that they have passed away over your love for them.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um. So, like, currently, I don't want it. Like, I want it literally the size of his paws. He has relatively small paws. So, it's not, mm-hmm. I don't need something big. Uh. Like, I want it one, one-to-one one ratio. Hmm. And I want it like somewhere that could potentially be concealed if I need to be concealed. So that's why the chest is very easy to be concealed and like right back shoulder kind of thing or yeah. like your scapula is kind of like around that area. Yeah. Uh, Either one of those is what I was thinking right now. I've thought a lot about it. I thought about like the arm and stuff, but I don't know, like there's no meaning in that. Uh, like maybe I'm thinking too much about the meaning Because I know some people just get tattoos for the sake of getting a tattoo But I feel mm-hmm. like I want more meaning to it yeah. And I want the meaning to make sense So like This is weird And this might not make sense to other people But for example I think of a tattoo on your arms to be a symbol of like power or like strength, oh, interesting. right? And I was like, my dog has no strength. There's no reason for <laughs> right? like, there's no. He doesn't provide me any strength. He doesn't provide me any of this stuff. I mean, right? he protects you all the time. But he does not do any of that. He's yeah. Um, and then obviously no one gets tattoos on their bellies. I think in the back ones. It's kind of weird to get a small one on any large area of your back.
1: What do you mean? I have a bunch of small ones, or not a bunch. I have some small ones. So like on my between back. your
0: waist to your like. Mid-back I feel like If it's not big It's kind of weird
1: You think mine are weird then?
0: Uh, I've never seen uh, I've seen your back tattoos But no Because it's more upper back
1: Oh yes I've mean, like, seen like Lower back
0: Like from the waist up okay. Up to like mid-back If it's not big It feels weird Because there's a lot of Big open canvas
1: hmm, I see what you mean
0: Right Um. The reason why I want to put on my left chest Is because that's where the heart is Um. And then the right shoulder is <laughs> You know, he has my back. But that one didn't make as much sense for me. <laughs> That's cute. Um, because he doesn't really have my back. Um, <laughs> obviously, nowhere on the face. I don't want anything on the face. Uh-huh. I don't want anything on the neck. Um, okay. I don't want anything on the hand because I felt like... Usually when you see a paw on the hand, it's kind of like his paw on top of mine. He doesn't like putting his paw on mine. So I was like, there's no, there's no point, right? There's no meaning to that, right? It doesn't reflect reality at all. Uh-huh.
1: Um. What about on your like
0: thigh? Yeah, so I I also I also think of thigh and calf as like something to do with like strength too, is how I think of it. Like shin, maybe less so about strength. Mm -hmm. Shin, are we shins? No, like, she, shin, for me, thinks... I think of more of, like, uh, creativity and, like, others... With your shin? I don't know, it's just, like... Oh, it, it just well. feels like I see more cool, creative stuff on the shin. Okay. And then more, like, strength-related stuff on the calf and the oh, thigh. Oh, like,
1: tattoo designs. Yeah. Oh, I yeah. see.
0: I mean, I can only reflect what I see, too, right? Yeah. Or, like, that's what I feel. And then the feet doesn't... Like, there's no meaning in that, too, either. So that's how I kind of, like... Like, kind of... Like... Um... Decided that it's gonna be On my left chest Or my right Back shoulder mm. Um The right back shoulder Just being like Okay that's my dominant shoulder And you know But that one I don't know Like to me The more I think about it It doesn't make as much sense And I feel like it's actually Harder to conceal there Um Because if I'm wearing Like a muscle shirt I can't conceal it there Yeah Right Um But I also heard like The chest tattoos Are very painful Or
1: I don't think you should Consider pain Oh okay. When you're thinking of a spot Cause pain is more, Like temporary
0: True Um but yeah, I just heard that was not the best place to do it as a first tattoo. I was like, oh, okay, well, I'm not too sure. Um, but yeah, that's something I uh, research. I think definitely I can get this done by, by summer, probably. Um, you
1: can literally get it done by, like, end of the month if you wanted to.
0: Yeah, but I, I want it very accurate. Like, I really want an accurate um, mm. thing of his paw. Like, I actually, I don't know if tattoo artists can do this, but, like, you know how they have, like, kind of like a fingerprint on mm-hmm. their paws? I kind of want something similar. Mm. like I'm willing I'm, w- I'm willing for them to put more time and effort for it to look nice like I don't w- just want black circles if that makes sense yeah right like I wanted to show it like it's a fingerprint of yeah. his paws right so that means I need a very accurate uh, way of getting his paw print mm-hmm. and then finding an artist that is good because mm-hmm. this w- this may be my first and may be my last so, how- so I want to do a really good job of it right <laughs> And then, um, yeah, so I was like, I, I'd rather just take my time and get it to work really mm. nicely.
1: Well, exciting.
0: I mean, I don't think so. I think it's, like, yeah, I don't know. My virgin cam- canvas, I guess. I know, I oh,
1: think that part's way. exciting. to Your first tattoo.
0: Yeah, I mean, it never bothered me one way or the other, to be honest. I just mm-hmm. never did it because I felt like n- I never cared about anything mm-hmm. that much to, like, put it on me. Um, Like, even if you talk about even if I didn't get Taro, I don't think I would get anything because I was like like I like engineering, but I'm not going to put a fucking gear on me or anything like that, right? Like I love my family, but no way their names are going anywhere on my body. Oh yeah. Um and like I'm never getting anyone's face on any part of my body. I would never either. I would um, never
1: get any names aside from Lumi. No <coughs> names, no birth dates, no yeah. faces.
0: Yeah, and then no dates of any sort. Yeah, and then there's no like quotes or patterns I cared for. Right, like you have mm-hmm. some meaningful quotes and patterns on on the tattoos you have, but for me, like there's no, there's no real meaningful quotes or pattern I have in my life. Mm-hmm. I feel like quotes are cool, um, but they're also like water, like they flow, <laughs> like they change. Like the a, a meaning for a quote, I think means different for you in every part of your life. Um so I would hate that to have true. I would hate to have one in an early part of my life where it meant something very good, but in a later part of my life it may mean something not as good or very bad, right?
1: Oh interesting.
0: Um so I feel like it doesn't matter. I feel like the interpretation of the words are so like so much of the to each your own type of thing. Mm. Like that, right? Um and I wouldn't get that on my I wouldn't get that tattooed either, to each your own or anything. Yeah. I also don't want anything like cringy. Like I feel like a lot of those are so cringy. Uh, what do you think of our friends and how they
1: get like anime tattoos?
0: Yeah, I think that's stupid. <laughs> uh, I think the anime tattoos are so temporary, and yeah, I don't know. Mm. Like, like at the moment, you're probably like, I love this anime. Like, this is the best thing in the world. Yeah, I thought of that uh, of Naruto at one point. Yeah, but now I don't. Yeah. So to have that permanently on me, I would feel later on potentially regretful. Yes. Right uh so i don't know i just feel like it's so temporary like would i get a tattoo of my daughter or son's name yeah pro- m- maybe like, <laughs> yeah, like that's temporary too <laughs> like that is not temporary so then yeah like potentially i would do that right um but yeah and it has to have i think more <laughs> definition to it like i would do some cool math shit so like like the heartbeat of taro that that oh, would be a cool one right but if I'm already getting his paw, there's no point of doing that. But like, for example, the heartbeat of my daughter or my son or something like that in the future, mm. or maybe someone that means a lot to me, right? Mm. Uh, so it can't just be so like base level, if mm-hmm. that makes sense. That makes
1: sense. Like it can't just be
0: their name. I was like, ah, that's kind of just whatever, right? Yeah. But it has to be like, oh, there's another um, level of definition to it, right? Yeah. So yeah. Uh, but yeah, so I mean, I feel like I said this might be my first and last tattoo too. So mm. I just want to make it right. Very
1: interested to see how you feel afterwards because I feel like there's an addicting addicting component to getting your to getting tattoos. Oh, really? Um,
0: Yeah. mm, Yeah, I'll see. I don't know. The other thing about the dog paw too is like it's (laughs) kind of weird, but like I'm here of the dog too, so it kind of like matches me. Like that matches me very well too. Yeah. Uh, But other than that, I don't know. Like, will I get addicted to it? I can't say until I do it, but I don't think I would.
1: Probably maybe not Because I think the Addicting component Is the adrenaline rush That you get from it And I know that I get A lot from adrenaline rushes
0: I see But also I feel like um, People with addictive personalities Would also have that Yeah Like naturally Yeah Like I don't have That addictive Of a personality I don't think Like it's weird So for example like Recently I've been playing Sudoku again On my phone
1: Oh shit
0: And I don't know if the listeners know this. I think Viv kind of knows this, but back then I was really into it because it was so dumb. It was purely ego. So my girlfriend- Three minutes? My girlfriend got a score of one minute on the hardest level of Sudoku. Like, I think like one something or I think even 50 seconds was her lowest one yeah, ever. Yeah, I remember that. I think the lowest I got was like a minute and a half. But I played it so much because I wanted to beat that score because again, mm. ego, hubris, all that shit. Um, but then after a while, I found out that all the expert Sudoku In the Sudoku app Is actually based off One formula And once I figure out That formula That game is not fun For me anymore
1: Yeah
0: Um. So I find that A lot with games So like The reason why I'm trying to say this Is that I don't get addicted Because as soon as you find Anything related to that Final formula I just quit I just can't play the game anymore It's just mm-hmm. like Not fun for me anymore Um. So yeah I don't know Like I don't know How people get addicted To that stuff I guess the addiction Is like never finding that But I feel like most things other than like very consequential stuff you you don't it's not hard to find
1: makes sense yeah i wouldn't say that i get addicted to that necessarily it's more so the feeling you get when you accomplish things or Mm. indulge in certain things like like i get addicted to food really easily Um, like i have food fixations and i wouldn't say that i Every single time, like this is the most like special. Actually, you know, like every single time, like this is so good.
0: But I feel like almost everyone, or okay, most people are addicted to accomplishment. Hmm. But yes, I don't get addicted to indulgence as much. Like I like it, but after like the third time, I'm like, Ah, it's fine now. I don't really want anymore. Oh yeah, no, I can't. Yeah. All right, what's uh, what's your other New Year resolution, (laughs) Vu?
1: What my, I would say my main and biggest new year resolution for this year is that I want to start a business.
0: Mm, nice.
1: I have two business plans that I've been wanting to, that I've been working on very slowly at, for the last year and year and a half. And I want to make it a goal to finally launch one of them. Nice. Yes. And so that would be my biggest.
0: Um, okay. Okay, cool. That's uh. That's pretty exciting. Yeah. New business and shit. I mean, uh, would you ever restart the one you had before?
1: No, I find that that one was way too time-consuming and labor-intensive. Yeah. For what it was. <clears throat> and I personally don't want to do something... Like, I, I thought it was so freaking rewarding. And, like, I was pleasantly surprised by how natural in a way it was for me to make connections and grow the business and get customers yeah in that way because it was a baking business but i find that it was way too labor intensive and in that way i didn't like it because there was so many times when i just had way too many orders in a day and most people would want to pick things up on saturday Mm. And as a single person that was running the business, I never slept on, Saturday- on Fridays, like regularly, right. just to keep up with orders and make sure that everything was like where they should be. And then there was a lot of times when I was just like really stressed to like I was having a lot of fun and it was really rewarding. But there was a lot of nights when I would be really stressed. And if I made one mistake, then because of the amount of orders and the amount of things that I needed to do like one mistake I, there was no time to make a single mistake and if right. I made a single mistake I would just like cry because of the amount of stress that I would have and that was mostly because of how labor intensive it was and so I feel like having that experience made me realize that I have more of a natural knack in connecting with people and being able to grow a business in that way right. and connecting with clients and customers like it's really easy for me And I get a lot of reward from it and being able to like put my time into something. So that's why I think I'll do better or I'll do equally as well if I start my own business, but in another, in a different field or area where it's not as labor intensive. I see. Yeah. So even if the stress is there and everything, (coughs) like I won't be as physically tired, which is something I feel like I have a harder time bouncing back
0: from Mm, and mentally tired that's cool you know um i don't specifically have any like desire of that but mm-hmm. i do feel like the desire of going overseas has like halted any um need for that not need but as in like i too kind of wanted at one point to like start my own thing mm-hmm. um but then now that my new goal of like wanting to work overseas i was like i can't even i don't think, think you about can do it. do both yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah i can't even think about it i have to like It's weird because this whole overseas thing is, like, it's something I just need to do and then reassess after. Yeah. Yeah, so it's, like, very interesting because I was like, oh, that's cool. Like, I want to do these other things, but I feel like I just got to get this done first before... It's it's almost like I have to get this done before I can move on with my life.
1: Yeah. For me, it feels like the opposite. It feels like I want to get this done before I can move on with my life in the way of, like, going on to the next goal and wanting to move somewhere for even just a year or so. Mm. Because I feel like... Something that I'm learning from the job that I have now is that I feel like I get a lot more reward when i when it's more so in my control of what comes out of my occupation in the way in right. a way, like at the end of the day or at the end of the week, I have more like I don't like being a client focused or like customer. Representative or anything like that, or yeah. being like in customer what's it called, like dealing with customers or anything like that. But when it's like my own business and I have a lot more say in the creativity and everything, yeah, I find that to be a lot more rewarding. And so that's something that I feel like I'm really missing in my day to day life now that I miss from when I had that business or even yeah. when I wor- used to work at Dream Tea. Because yeah. when I used to work at Dream Tea, I still had a lot of say in how the business ran and yeah. everything like that. And like, yeah new business ideas and i felt like that was a huge part of my life that i really miss and i really crave that is largely missing from my life right now that makes my usual everyday tasks and everyday activities feel really unrewarding Mm. and like i'm just really missing something so this is something that i feel like i really need over moving somewhere else to fulfill that part of my life goals
0: yeah that makes sense that makes Mm. sense yeah, that's a big thing too. I was just loving what you do and stuff.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: All right, cool. Um, my next one—I have a couple. One that's kind of weird. It's—it's it's really short term. Um, so okay, I have one that's very easy, so I can just skim through this one. It's just like reach a specific weight. Oh. Um, it's just I just want to hit one hundred and fifty, and then just go solid. Just try to build muscle after that. Uh it's weird. What are like, you at the moment? Okay, so. I don't know how much. How much do you think clothes count for? Wait, your weight when you go on scale. <laughs> like
1: two pounds, three pounds max.
0: Okay, yeah. So I'm 153 with clothes on. Oh, okay. So like, I'm I'm pretty much there. Oh, easy. Um, yeah. It was a goal I had for a bit, and I was like stuck in like the 155 to 160 for like a long time. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, okay, I'm just gonna do it. And then after like three, four weeks, I was like almost already there. Like actually, I think before the break, I was already there. And then after mm. the break, obviously vacation, I'm not gonna watch like try to watch my weight while I'm on. Uh, like while I'm on vacation Yeah I'm going on vacation again But I'm pretty much At my target weight And it's just weird It's just like a number You work towards
2: mm-hmm.
0: um, And then after that I was like thinking Okay once I get that Then I can just think about Like very 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 slow um, Pure muscle growth Yeah So like I feel like When you do it slow It's very easily sustainable mm-hmm. Whereas if you do it too fast You can't sustain over a long duration Like yes. you have to fluctuate In very big ways um, and I feel like at my current weight, I will be very metabolically healthy and very physically healthy. Whereas like, it doesn't stress my joints too much, um, but I'll see in the future, but that's like a really small term or like short term goal. Cause like, I'm pretty much like there already. Um, the other one is just review my whole health strategy. So I haven't done this review in a while. It's almost been like eight months since I've, since I've done it. So because work's been boring for me lately, I've been like. Watching a lot of, like, supplement videos, exercise videos, diet videos, and all that shit. Uh, and then I just have to, like, review all that shit and make sure I'm on point with what I want. Um, and a part of that is going to be related to, like, genome testing, DNA testing. Are
1: you going to do the thing?
0: Uh, I'm going to do it. It's so freaking weird, but it's, like, I'm going to do it, but I have to do it, like, next month because I have a thing with my credit card currently where if I spend at least a 1,000 a month, they give me, like, X amount of points Yeah So it's like I have to do it next month Because I have to pay for it then But it's just because This oh, month I have already months. reached yeah. Like a thousand dollars And I only have to wait Like two two more weeks To pay for it So like yeah, why yeah. not Just wait right Yeah Um. Shit. And then from there You get into like other shit Like I think I still believe in this Like If you can figure out Your exercise And you can figure out Your diet That's like 80 to 90% of it And then the supplements Is only Is all the extra shit right? Yeah But I feel like I can really get Into that extra shit Because I feel like The other two Is very well Kept about now
1: i would imagine a diet exercise <coughs> would
0: even go up all the way up to like 90 yeah like it's like pretty much all of it yeah is mostly that um but then it's like i want to get into the little shit too like the methyl folate stuff the mm. extra magnesium you take all that other random stuff i want to get really into it um and this also affects like sleep too <laughs> so i think recently i realized that i've been drinking too much water too late in the day um, because I work out after work, and I drink a lot of water during working out.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, but that also makes me pee in the middle of the night.
1: you have a water bottle that you use regularly, like all the
0: time? Do uh, you have your, oh, your spray one? No, I don't use that anymore because it broke. I have like three water bottles I used. And I drink all three of them at least one full bottle per day. But I find th- it
1: very helpful to buy a water bottle and just bring it everywhere with me. And so it just helps me... Be more on top of drinking more water.
0: Right. And then, so on top of this is also, I want to really get into these conspiracy theories. As in, I don't (laughs) think they're conspiracies. Like fluoride in your drinking water. Okay. Like I really want to eliminate that. Like, I want to eliminate the shit out of that in my drinking water. Oh, interesting. Um, Because there's, like, you're a fan of Huberman, but he also references a study where it's like, if you're above 0.5 milligram per, I think, milliliter of fluoride, Mm -hmm. there's adverse effects on your health and your hormones and shit like that. Yep and currently in edmonton it's like Mm 0.7 so it's like i need to find ways and strategies in my entire life to like get rid of all this shit oh right and so like it's it's like when i say review health it's not just the exercise and diet but i really want to go deep dive into like the genome the dna the proper supplementation the fluoride the vegetable oil um the like, and that gets into the diet like the actual foods i'm eating and like try to get as healthy in that department too and then for exercise it gets into the cardio thing i think as lifters we've always like kind of shunned cardio but i think we're wrong i think yeah. we're legitimately wrong um and my mind's ha- my mind have been changed and i think and it goes back to something that peter T has talked about he said like one of the clear markers for people who live the longest Is their VO2 max? Yes. And it's just clearly there. And to become a better at VO2 max, you cannot just lift. There's no way pure lifters can have a better VO2 max than um these other ultra athletes, like ultra marathon runners and shit like that. And having a higher VO2 max will also decrease your resting heart rate, which is also good for your health, right? Yes. So I was like, okay, I really gotta like figure out my routine. I feel like I'm I'm already kind of there. I've already incorporated cardio like since like August. Uh, and I've incorporated like significantly Like it's almost 50% of what I do now Like 50% of what I do is lifting And 50% of what I do is is Pure, car- car- pure cardio right mm-hmm. So I feel like I'm almost there I just need to get my facts straight And develop my plan a little bit better
1: So you just readjust your routine
0: Yes I feel like I'm very close Like I've already noticed The whole fluoride thing was a thing I've already done the vegetable oil Like I only use avocado oil to cook now
1: You already started the fluoride thing
0: uh I mean so at home we have a reverse osmosis system for our drinking water right And then down here I have a shitty filter which I'm going to try to upgrade oh, or change shawing. That doesn't matter to it's drinking water Oh okay It's not uh think it permeates your skin No i uh, not No it's it's purely consumption Okay Yeah Um so like I I already know those things I'm already working towards those but I want to like go all in and like really figure it out And I feel like it's hard if you were younger to do this to be honest because you have to pay for some of this shit. You have yeah, less like, control in
1: your environment.
0: No, uh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> but some of this stuff is going to be more expensive.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Like this DNA testing thing, uh, I feel like is such a underrated thing because you pay for it once in your life and it can literally change your life. Like the correct genome testing for specific biomarkers and shit like that. Like, I feel like it's understated too much. Because if you think about it, you, you know, you said you have investment property, you have a car and stuff, you, you pay car payments, you pay house payments and stuff like that. Right. But this body is like the only one you'll have for the rest of your life. Right. So like you should put in that money. Like that money is well worth it. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I'm very excited to do that because I've always wanted to optimize myself and mm-hmm. I know a lot of the things you do, Um. a lot of things I'm looking to do is inadvertently going to help with mood and like emo- like hormones and all that shit. And it's just going to make you a happier person too. Mm-hmm. Like, it's weird because I, I already feel like I'm at, at such a high average in terms of happiness. I'm just thinking like, wow, this could potentially even make me even higher, which is weird to me because I'm already at such a high average.
1: You know what could actually bring it even higher? Cold plunges. Yes. Yeah.
0: I mean, I I, I want to do that. I just need a way more sustainable way of doing it. Right, and that might be in core, and that might be like building something, like if I build like a tub outside, uh, at least in the winter, like it's weird because in the winter you actually have to heat it up because if not it'll freeze. Yeah, and mm-hmm. then in the summer you actually have to put something in to cool it down, right? Right.
1: Um,
0: but if it also if it's not sustainable, I won't do it. Like just right. naturally, like most people, if it's not sustainable, they'll stop doing it, right? Right. Which is why a lot of people flake on their diet and stuff because it's not like a a sustainable thing, right? Mm. So. Yeah, I want to do all these things, but I have to for sure think first. How do I make it sustainable? And maybe
1: sustainable is key. Potentially,
0: the most sustainable is just cold showers at first, right? Mm. Um, but I just have to figure that out for myself. Yeah, that's big. I, I know for sure that cold plunges one. I've done the other half of it is the the hot part. Yeah, the sauna and stuff like that, heat shock proteins and things like that. But yeah,
1: yeah like cold, cold showers is definitely a <laughs> lot more easier to adapt and adapt and bring into your routine than cold plunges
0: yeah yeah like cost wise it's way easier like it's literally the cost wise it's not um like if it's important to me i think people know i'm responsible enough to always find a way to do it um but it has to be sustainable for sure but yeah so that's i just have to do a full health review for this year like this Mm -hmm. year is going to be all about that shit Uh, hopefully it doesn't suffer any parts of my Mm -hmm. career-wise because that is what is fueling my health drive. But yeah. Do you have another New Year's resolution?
1: Uh, I have a small one. Okay. the small one, I hope to fix it within this month and it's just my sleeping schedule. Mm. Maybe it's because of the holidays, but within the last two months, I feel like my sleeping, my sleeping schedule has been so bad. Like I've been sleeping at 2 or 3 a.m. again and then waking up at 7 and yeah, then that's pretty bad. I'll like take a nap in the middle of the day and I don't like taking naps in the middle of the day because I feel like like I usually take a while to fall asleep and so I just feels like kind of a waste of time when I take a nap in the middle of the day mm. and then I do have t- times when like like the last week I've been getting myself to sleep at one which is better than two or three or like like two weeks ago I've been sleeping I was sleeping regularly at four. Oh wow. And I was just so bad. So I hope within the next two weeks I'll just get it back down to sleeping around like eleven.
0: Have you ever thought of supplementation for sleeping?
1: No, I don't want to.
0: Like I feel like melatonin. No, no, not melatonin, but like magnesium three and is pretty good. I take magnesium every day already. But magnesium three and eight specifically is very good for sleep. Um there's some stuff you can take.
1: Um, I want to I, ho- I like to think that it's more so like my Routine or lack thereof A routine at night And discipline At night like I usually just go to bed when I'm like Done right? Being awake <laughs> And then I feel like I just need to be a little bit more Disciplined with that and have a little bit more of a r- Routine again like I used to read Most of the time before I go to sleep too Yeah But I've stopped And I've altered more to like Playing with Lumi or going on my phone or just doing chores And hanging out until I'm just tired I feel like I just need to be more disciplined To get, to get back into it <laughs> uh,
0: I think I'm also a big proponent of like Doing it naturally mm-hmm. but I'm Not against like taking Something that mm-hmm. is Natural so like I have pills Here ashwagandha. apparently that's Pretty good for it too I got, you
1: noticed anything from taking ashwagandha?
0: I haven't started the whole routine uh, So the other thing is like when I take any of these, what I want to say is like for fun supplements, uh, is because the big thing for me is that if you don't get your blood panel or DNA shit in order, all this stuff is just fluff, in my opinion. Um, like it's just whatever, it's just like you're self experimenting. Yeah. Uh, I haven't taken it because I've been taking cordyceps and I want to do one thing at a time to see if there's any effects without, mm-hmm. I don't want it, like confounding data. Um, So I've been, I want to finish my bottle of cordyceps and then I'll go into ashwagandha and then I want to try some other shit too, right? But at the same time, all of this is just for fun because until I do my whole DNA thing, until I do the whole blood panel thing, none of this actually matters. Like this is all literally just making my pee more expensive. That's it, right? Because like you don't actually know, right? Like I could be perfectly good in this one biomarker and shit in something else and I'm just not taking that, right? Yeah. Uh, but no I think I think there's some good stuff Like I think H- H- Huberman talked about Some good stuff for sleep Like, like magnesium mm-hmm. are is For sure one He always promotes uh, Theanine's a good one
1: I feel like I take So many supplements <clears throat> already I just don't really want To add more to my stack uh,
0: I see um, I agree But Like I
1: took out Glucosamine A few yeah. months ago Because I'm like Oh I feel like I don't need it And I haven't really Noticed anything lacking yeah. Or like my joints Or anything hurting more yeah, yeah, Since yeah. I stopped So I'm like Okay I feel like That was a good choice To stop and then something that I want to add is L-tyrosine. Yes. Because apparently it also helps you focus and maintain certain neural modulators. Yeah. So that's something that I want to try in any year too.
0: So all of these things, I'm also trying to be way more um, strategical and tactical about it.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, so I'm actually like <laughs> going on sites and figuring out So like, okay, here's the weird thing. The FDA will do all these quality testing for drugs, but not for supplements, because supplements do not fall under this category. Therefore, when they say you're getting 200 milligrams of something, who's testing that other than the manufacturer? Mm -hmm. Uh, Almost no one Mm -hmm. is the answer. Except now there are these sites and these organizations that are starting to do this. Um, So NSF is one of them. UPS is another one. Um, Consumer Lab is one But you have to pay for it It's a for-profit one mm-hmm. And they will actually Third-party test the stuff mm-hmm. So not only Like my whole review health goal Is not only am I going to do this I'm actually going to find The right supplements That are properly tested now Damn. Um, So for example Fish oil You probably take some Random fish oils I assume mm-hmm. um, There, I didn't know about this Until recently But there's an International fish oil standards And they will actually go And test these fish oils To see if they're actually pure uh, to say what they are, and then they will give them a label. They'll say like, "This is IFO standard certified now." Mm. Um, so now I'm looking at that. I'm like, "Okay, I'm not gonna buy these random Webers or Kirkland one now. I'm gonna buy one from this list now." Oh shit! Because, like, they're right. Like, who's to say what the fuck they put in this? Other than yeah, the person who made it. You just could be
1: taking it for nothing. Yes, or at, not getting what you want out of it.
0: And they go further than just saying like, "Okay, this thing says that there's this much EPA, and it's true. There's this much EPA." But we're also going to test if there's any heavy metals in this or any Another other shit. Yeah, yeah. yeah, Cool. So I was like, okay, like I can't just, I think a while ago I did a whole like, this is all the supplements you need and I did a and whole- how much
1: you need of each one. That yeah, was really cool. I've referenced to that too. Like yeah. some friends that mentioned things.
0: Yeah. So my next step is to see like, okay, did Kirkland ever test or did Kirkland or Centrum ever test that what they provide in these tablets as a QA process is what we're getting? Mm-hmm. Um, and then if not, is there a reasonable alternative?
1: Oh, that's yeah. really cool. Yeah, because I think that's like the
0: next thing for me. I think the next level is like to actually pay for quality now because I can afford a bit more quality. And honestly, it's not that much more expensive. So mm-hmm. like the fish oil I just bought is, I think almost the same price as if I were to go to Costco buy it or maybe even cheaper. Um, And I think it's, yeah, like it's nice because it's like, oh shit, I have, have some like relief that Hey, this is now IFO standard certified. Like
1: actually, quality and what you want out of it.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was like, I, I, I'm gonna go on a deep dive on all this shit because I feel like I have been cruise control for a while and mm. I need to readjust. And like same to my diet, I've been cruise control on my diet for so long and it's worked because I've got to what I want. Mm-hmm. But I feel like okay, maybe I can adjust some stuff. Like maybe I can add a little bit of this that's a bit better and a little bit of this and take this out or something like that. Right. Mm. Uh. I'm very excited for that, but it's just like very
1: a, excited to hear about your
0: results. Yeah, I mean it's weird because like I'm so fucking bored <laughs> at work right now because I have nothing to do. That's why I've been like looking up all this shit. Um, unfortunately, but yeah, I have to do that because they extended my my thing for this temp position for another six weeks. Oh shit!
2: Nice.
0: Um, because they want me to do like, they pretty much want me to bring it to almost per production level Mm -hmm. again it's it's i'm just waiting on someone else to finish something that's literally what i'm waiting for so it's like like my boss knows it too he's like well you gotta wait two more weeks i was like hey dude you guys are paying me so Mm -hmm. it's coming out of you guys' um whatever budget right so but yeah so i'm very intrigued about that it's gonna be a lot of like going through there's like specific people i trust Mm-hmm. So, like, Huberman, Peter Tia, like, these guys I trust. So, like, I'll go through their research, but I'll also go through my own checking of the standards and shit.
1: Right.
0: Yeah, because for the most part, like, Rhonda Patrick, Peter Tia, Huberman, I trust all those people. And I'll probably take what they say as facts, but also whatever they suggest is usually, like, U.S. market only. Right. So yeah. I have to find, like, what's the Canadian alternative of what they say? And also what they say is for them, right? So, for example... Pyritea takes methylfolate But if I don't have Like the motherfucker gene Like the MTHFR gene yeah. Then I don't need methylfolate Like I can process folic acid Right And it's about 50% About half the people can And half the people can't mm-hmm. Right So Why take something If you don't need it Right uh, So I have to go through The whole like DNA thing And unfortunately here It's harder to get like The blood panels and shit here So I have to like I don't know, i have to see if I can talk to my doctor and be like, hey, can you just check off every box on this page? Right, just check
1: for everything? Yeah. I wanted to ask for that before too.
0: Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of <laughs> hesitant because I'm not sure if like he's allowed to or anything like that. Because mm. uh, usually they don't if there's no reason to. Yeah, you have to right? reason to. Um, but at least I can ask like, hey, can I check for these specific things? And if he says no, I'd be like, can you recommend anywhere I can go to check for this stuff? Mm. Because it's purely a performance enhancing thing. Like, I, It's not for health. At this point, it's more of like health performance, maximum, yeah, exactly, your health, yeah, so that's kinda I don't know all the goals I really had, mm. I think I should make one for something related to like relationships and friendships, not the same friendship one I did last year <laughs> but i i'm I haven't thought about it too much yet, like I should think of something, yeah, um, especially the relationship part too, because like I've been with Joyce for like five years now, mm, mm-hmm. um. But I don't know Like I don't want to try to fix something That's fine So It is what it is Um But yeah I think I should think about that a bit more I feel like I, Sometimes I don't value it enough Uh mm. Like my friendships And the relationship So maybe I should put one in Um But I haven't thought about it In the last like two weeks about it How about you Is there any One that you're gonna think of adding <clears throat>
2: Um
0: you're not sure yet so guys this isn't like official resolution it's like we're thinking about it
1: yeah so I do want to be more I feel like I'm pretty solid not solid but I feel like I could be better with my diet in some ways because I could have a more lean physique but the reasons why I like fall off most not fall off but my the reasons why I give myself a little bit more lenience is because. I really like eating dessert and sweet things and I feel like I could be more strict with that going forward because it can be really easy for me to just not eat dessert at the end of the day mm. and to like stick within my macros and not go that overboard or like just get an overall leaner physique more easily. So I think that's, some, that's something that I kind of want to think about as a resolution, just find some... Find a way to satisfy my sweet tooth because pretty much every single day I have some sort of dessert mm. or some sort of sweet and I'm like, if I don't do this and I don't have to like spike, I, oh, something that I'm trying to be more conscious of is like my cortisol and insulin levels because for cortisol, I realize that I do a lot of things that spike my um, stress hormone. And, I want to, and I'm very curious about how my body responds to high, high cortisol levels and lack thereof. So I want to learn how to manage that better and also manage my like insulin levels. Because I'm like, okay, if I eat this much sugar or eat this much dessert regularly, and I know sugar is addictive, then I'm essentially feeding into it. And I, so I want to find a way to manage my sweet tooth without feeding into it or finding like alternatives that'll satisfy my sweet tooth but not necessarily like spike my insulin levels and my cortisol levels it's just something i want to learn more and like probably work into my routine better
0: right yeah that's uh that's a good one i think in general (coughs) i mean in general the sugar thing i would i would compliment i would say that's very good to try to cut off like bullshit Mm -hmm. like especially for me like I want to cut off as much processed stuff. I think I've said this a lot of times before. Yeah, it's like I just want like I would just want food to like like meat and vegetables into my food that I'm intaking. Like no other bullshit between. What what would you consider bullshit? Like canned meat. That's <laughs> like food that's been processed, added sodium, added all the shit, mushed up. What about
1: like canned tuna?
0: Canned tuna is t- generally pretty good. Like I I've seen yeah. how it gets processed, so it's yeah. like it's pretty much they just cook it and then they just. Flash freeze it Or like mm. flash can it And then that's it right um, But even then like I'd rather have Like a frozen tuna Like a piece yes. of frozen tuna Or a piece of frozen salmon Into cooking it Into a food right Yes um, I
1: feel like I'm pretty good In terms of eating Whole foods all the time
0: Yeah I mean the only Processed I eat is I think I've said this before Is my protein shake Is processed
1: We even go to protein shakes
0: too Yeah Most of no. the time I do protein shakes and I think it's just a very easy way to get more protein. Hmm. And I don't know, like I feel like it's not that bad. I don't think it's bad at all. Um and then yogurt. The yogurt I eat is uh slightly processed. How so? I don't know. It's just it's not
1: not Greek yogurt.
0: It's not Greek yogurt. But it's higher fat, which is what I wanted, but it's not Greek yogurt. Mm-hmm. Um Is
1: it like the flavored yogurts?
0: Yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Mm. yeah. it's astral Balkan yogurt and it's mm. uh, higher fat like I, it was so annoying like there's no yogurt out there that's high fat
1: there's high fat Greek yogurt there's like a seven or ten percent or twelve percent one
0: um so what I've seen is that it's not like it's very rare like if you if I go to superstore to find that and I went through the whole shelf of all the yogurts they have maybe one other one will be similar to Balkan but like yeah. double the price. Oh, yeah. So I was like, okay, there's no fucking point, right? Like,
1: someone I know used to always go for at least 7% milk fat for Greek yogurt all the
0: time. Like, you mean like 7 grams of fat in the thing or 7%? How would that work? I guess percent per, because they don't put the percent on there, Mm. they put percent of daily intake.
1: I guess so. Like on the container, yeah. the one that I always buy is 0% milk fat anyways for the whole thing. Yeah, so it'd be zero grams of yeah. fat per But serving. then I know there's some that say 7, there's some that say like um, 10, and there's some that say 12, and I'm guessing it's percentage for the serving or even the entire container.
0: I think it's percentage of daily intake is usually what they have. So the gram value is what matters to me the most. Mm. Um, so mine is usually at least 5, but preferably 10. And most yogurt out there is like 2. Or one or zero What a
1: Greek yogurt I swear it's easier to find
0: Yeah Yeah I'll have to look into that But that's the only Like other than that I, <laughs> I like almost low-key Consider any
1: yogurt That's not Greek yogurt Like not actually yogurt Yeah Unless it's a like kefir Because then it just seems like
0: It's it's just a milk product With flavoring Yeah anyway. Yeah Exactly Yeah I feel it Um, But yeah other than that That's That's like the only processed thing I really eat mm. But I want to get into Like all the other Like conspiracy shit too <laughs> like what people think are conspiracy which I think is like hey I don't think it's actually that
2: mm.
0: like I think there's a very valid point if all these people are saying this there just has to be something out there right um I don't think I'll try carnivore diet like oh no sorry no, I, I just say I don't think I'll try carnivore diet I still see the value in vegetables I just don't know how to incorporate vegetables that well eat
1: a shit ton of veggies like
0: leafy greens are actually expensive and they have zero calories yeah
1: I mean, it's very hard to get calories from, like, veggies, right? Yeah, Or, like, leafy greens and those kind of veggies unless they're starch-based.
0: Yeah, so most vegetables I use now are, like, tomatoes, carrots, eggplants, zucchinis, shit like that, right? Mm -hmm. But anything leafy, it's, like, it's so hard to try to get it in. So, like, I mostly eat leafy greens only on the weekends. Um, Really?
1: I think it's so easy. Like, I eat, like, a shit ton of broccoli or celery or, like, for bok choy, I literally Wait, just, like... It, celery doesn't count as leafy green, Yeah, it? not necessarily. Oh, okay. But then, it's still green. And for, like, bok choy, it's so freaking easy. I just cut a bunch of it up, and then I just steam it all, and add salt, and I eat it with, like, a whole ass bowl of it.
0: Oh, yeah, I just try to... Like, this container I have, just every day I eat one of this. mm mm-hmm. um, And it's split into two. Oh, not bad. Yeah, I actually feel like I'm actually eating too little protein, even though I eat, like, 400 grams of meat. Damn. Um, I think I need, like, a little bit more. I need a little bit of boost even more.
1: Or For bok choy, you can just, like, cut it up and then boil it with bone broth and it just tastes so fucking good. And it's so healthy. You just eat a fuck ton of it.
0: So what I usually do now is I'll either have, like, cut up beef or ground beef <laughs> and then I'll just cook the vegetable in it. Mm. Um, Sometimes I use bok choy. Mostly it's, like, the easy ones are bell pepper, carrots, celery. Those mm. are the easiest ones to use. Um, but other than that, I don't eat much other vegetable.
1: Do you like eating <coughs> tomatoes raw?
0: Um, very few. There are some, but very few.
1: What about Roma tomatoes?
0: Uh, yeah, I li- I like eating that, but I like it cooked more than yeah. I like it raw. But anyways, you were saying I was gonna talk about carnivore and your
1: oh something I want to do it. Goes within skincare. So I wanna try to get some more skincare devices and test them out this year. So my sister, she actually like she buys if quite a few devices and so it feels like I don't need to buy it because like we live in the same place. So there's no point in me also buying it. But she bought this ultrasonic Device where it sends in it sends ultrasonic waves to your skin right. so it helps your skincare permeate through the different layers of your skin a lot, a lot more deeper and so that so that's something that I've been trying to use for, I only started using it in the last week and then something that I also want to try is a red light device
0: yeah, that's a big one I want yeah. too red that, light therapy for yeah, like eyes and all that stuff too
1: something I want to try red light therapy and also I think it's called a plasma wand and that's supposed to stimulate like your collagen and stimulate your hair follicles and things like that for like your head or your skin and that's another device i want to try this year
0: nice yeah the red light therapy is part of my thing that mm-hmm. i want to get um do you think using too much products has a downfall
1: i think you can really congest your routine and it can be just, like, too much and kind of stupid if you have, like, too many supplements or too many devices I use regularly. But I think it can be fun if you see it benefits from it. Like, mm. if you have, like, one day a week where you just kind of do everything.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And
1: I wouldn't be too bad.
0: I see. Because wasn't there a theory where it's, like, <coughs> this might be on social media or something. I, I, I think I briefly saw it. It's, like... There's a theory where girls think that guys have really good skin because they don't do anything with their skin, it just like naturally does its own thing. And whereas girls struggle because they put so much on their skin and Mm. they work that so much. Is that how how do you feel about that? I like
1: half believe it too. I feel like if you start off not doing anything, then you're good. Don't fucking do anything. Mm. But if you've done something to your skin, you have to do forever. Then you have to always do stuff. Yeah, because I remember when I was younger. There was this one time when I noticed my first, my very, very first pore and blackhead on my nose. And I remember my mom telling me, like, don't extract that. Don't touch it. If you touch it, it's just going to get more. And I'm not sure if there's any, like, viability behind that. But I obviously touched it because I, like, fucking with my face a lot and my skin a lot. And now, like, I have to always, like, do stuff. Um, but I'm like oh what if I like never touched it maybe I would have gone a different route and I would naturally have like amazing skin without having to do anything
0: yeah that's what I think I think I got baited by my sister I think at a like when I was a teenager I mean she was being a good sister she's like you gotta know, do these skin stuff so you mm-hmm. look nicer so then you know you're more attractive as girls and stuff right Yeah. she's just being a good sister but it's like maybe that f- I mean I don't think I have bad skin I don't think I have bad skin at all Um, but I do wash my face every day and put face cream before I yeah. sleep um, I
1: also think that there's genetics that play into it. Like, there's people that naturally have really good skin, right. and there's people that naturally have more like prone skin that's more prone to issues. Right, right, yeah.
0: right. I see. Nice. That's cool. I mean, mm. I do take uh, collagen, mm. but it's, I put it in the, like, for example, even if I find out that the Kirkland multivitamins isn't as good, mm-hmm. I'll still take it because the benefit of taking it. May not be as much, but the cost of it is so little. Oh yeah, yeah. and that's same with collagen. The cost yeah. is so insignificant, and the yeah. benefit might or might not be there. But why not do it because the cost is so little?
1: Yeah, without any risk, and it's extra protein.
0: Yeah, it's literally an extra ten grams of protein. Yeah, which is nice. All right, cool. That's all our resolutions this year. Um, I guess we might have to listen back or put this on a list. I might I'm, now that I have my Notion set up. I might just like put this on a list on my Notion mm-hmm. so I can track it for the year. Um, I know there's the big ones we both talked about. I know the big one. I'm very daunting for me, but we'll figure it out and we'll keep you guys updated. Mm-hmm. Um, if it all works out next year this time, we won't be doing podcasts because I won't be here.
1: It'll be very sad,
0: but it will be very happy because you guys will know I made it. Yeah, but we'll see. Um, and may- maybe not. Maybe I'll completely fail and I'll still be here and I'll figure something else out. But tis life. Tis life. All right, thanks for tuning in, um, and see you guys.
1: Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye.